live from the Drew Estate Cigar Studio in Boston, Massachusetts. Welcome to the Spare Note Series with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and William Cooper. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Spare Note Series. My name is Matt Tobacco from SmokingTobacco.com, and I am joined once again by my good friend, Mr. William Cooper, live from Indian Trend, North Carolina. I'm here in the Drew Estate Cigar Studios in Boston, Massachusetts, and we are here yet another again, yet again on another Saturday night. It's been a long day for Coop and I. We've had a, a lot of cigar-related things to attend to. Um, you know, we we yeah, Coop, you you do multiple shows. You came a jukebox. We we had a we had a press conference we had to get to, um, and uh, we have this show. So it's Saturday is uh, well on a spare notes day. Saturday Saturday is a, a long day. <laughs> yeah, this and, and and of course I had a uh, a Phillies game in the middle of all that. A, a, a series clinching game, so it was. Uh, I've been going at it since, uh, and then I, I've really been going at it since about eight o'clock this morning. Um, but it's all it's worth it. It's a good day. It's a good day. Yeah. The um, I have to take a moment and just let you know. Uh, I want to congratulate your Phillies for making it to the NLCS. Um, it's it's not an easy thing to do. I, I know how you feel about your Phillies. Um, so congratulations. I, I've said it on social media, and I, I know what your response is, but for those who don't know, I said, look, I said, if the Phillies will win a World Series this year, will you shut up about Gabe Kapler? And you said, nope, I'm cranking up the heat if they win the World Series. So now I'm like, I want them to win for you, but now you're also making me feel like I should root against the Phillies because I don't want to hear even more Gabe Kapler talk. So I, I don't really know how to feel about the Phillies team now because of you. Not because of anybody else, because of you. Not even because well, of Gabe, because of you. Well, He's let's put Gabe, you know, Gabe, Gabe's gone. Gabe's got his own set of problems right now to deal with. Uh, <laughs> and we got Rob Thompson. We got we got a real skipper in Rob Thompson. This guy is a born leader, uh, born to manage. I think he's done a, an amazing job. Um, this is this is this team keys off him. The leadership of the team's bought into him, um, and the, the young players have bought into him. So, um, you know, I think he, in my opinion, he's he should be the manager of the year. But probably he lost that manager of the year because of the slump in September. I probably hurt him. So. Um, I'm excited. I mean, it's just it. it we'll worry about Kapler another time. Like uh, that's that's Rob Rasmussen, who's a San Francisco Giants fan's problem, not mine. He's got to deal with that idiot, not me. Yeah, that's that's true. Well, uh, I was I was before the show started. I was I was keeping track. The uh, and I, I don't know if you know the outcome, um, but last I looked, the Astros Mariners game was in the twelfth inning. It was still scoreless. Uh, do we have a winner of that game yet? Um, I don't think we, let me see. Um, not yet. This is in the final of 14th inning. I have it. Are you serious? There. Yeah. We got two games going. <laughs> and, and the Yankees are trying to hang in there against the, 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 the Cleveland Guardians. So, um, you know, give the Yankees, give the Yankees some do here. Uh, you know, this is, they go down two to one. It's going to be ugly in New York. I can tell you that. Listen, I know, I know you're from New York. I know you live in the Carolinas now. So, you know, it really means nothing to you. But for the, ro for the rest of us, who live in Massachusetts, in the People's Republic of Massachusetts, or otherwise in any great state of the Union of the of the uh, New England territories. Um, I could give it two shits if they make it. I want the Guardians to win this. I, I hope that the Yankees get blown out in their in their elimination game. So 
Um, I, I don't I don't give them any due. I, I, I don't care. I, I hope they lose. And and you know what? I, I watched your show with Bear the other night, and I, I, I'd like to weigh in on the Alex Rodriguez chat, if I may. Um, I'm with Bear. Yeah. I, I'm taking Bear's side. Uh, Bear's a fellow Red Sox brother, so uh, he gets my love and support. I'm going to stand right by him and say, A-Rod is a douchebag. Um, I don't care. He doesn't deserve any praise. No, he did I don't a fine care. job. He did a great job, man, uh, announcing that series. How can you say he, he, was, he was spot on with his analysis? He's a, he was he's fair. A... He was fair, and uh, I, I don't say I, it doesn't mean I like him. That doesn't mean I like him. He did his job. The guy did his job better better than some of these other yahoos like, like, like Katie Nolan who I saw in the, who's awful in the booth. She should she should uh, she set women announcers back twenty years. She was so bad as a baseball announcer, and there's some really good female baseball announcers. I'm not trying. She's not one of them. So I mean. A Rod did his job. Did, was he was he uh, Tim McCarver? No, but he did his job. He was fine. But you guys don't like him. That you have to separate liking and not liking from the guy doing his job. He did his job. Um. Yeah. All right. I'll I'll I'll, I'll give him that he did his job. But I mean, at, at the end of the I day, mean, I mean, Big Poppy. He wore the pinstripes uh, in the Bronx. I mean, that that was big. That weighs yeah. it for me and Bear. <laughs> does Big Poppy add anything to the post game show but laugh? Ha ha ha! Big Poppy, huh? He just laughs. He doesn't do. He doesn't any analysis. Listen, listen. Be, I love big, and I love Big Poppy. Be but careful. I'm being honest here. Be careful. Right. A Rod is one thing, but David Ortiz. I, I, mean, I he, like Big Poppy. He, he's a religious he, saint in this city. Be careful what you but say. But he doesn't. He do, what? What is he careful adding to the post game show? Doesn't matter. He's a religious saint. Uh, he did one good thing. You know what he did? He put his cigars on TV that time and smoked them. I like what he did that time. Yeah. See. You, yeah, I do. I do like that. Yeah, Big yeah. Poppy did his job. Come down to Lansdowne Street, go to one of the bars, and say that shit. And be talking. Wow, does David Ortiz? They're gonna, they'll carry you out the front door. Careful what you say, Coop. Don't talk about. Don't talk. Don't talk about Poppy like that. Big don't, don't talk about Poppy like that. Do you know? Um, you know, I'll say something. Um, in serious, when I went to Stockholm, um, a few years ago, I, I don't think I knew you then. I, no. I was in downtown Stockholm, and there was this Boston pub dedicated to the city of Boston, and it had all Boston sports memorabilia, and uh, it was it was like literally a piece of Boston in the middle of Stockholm. I thought it was the coolest thing, and I went in there. It was a fun place, actually. Yeah, I um I think I've heard you talk about that before on one of your shows. It yeah. sounds familiar. I feel like I've heard you talk about that. I don't know about it. Yeah, I probably have because I remember. I think I think when I know when I came back, I talked about it. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know about that. I'll have to check that out. I re I know I sent Terrence Riley the picture from Stockholm. I'm like Terrence, you, you gotta see this place. I mean, this is unbelievable. It's in the middle of Stockholm, you know, which is you know uh, all Swedish stuff, and then this bar is a Boston sports bar. It was. So we in the comments, I just want to highlight. So Jay is with us. Jay told me earlier he didn't know if he was going to make it because he had to work at the shop. He said, I'm working in my lounge, and I'm wondering if I'll be able to hear anything beyond. Uh, actually, I, I can't read that because I said that I wouldn't I wouldn't address certain things tonight. So I'm going to actually get it. Jay, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to skip the rest of that comment. Um, Coop only got halfway through D due to Luciano and the Phillies. Uh, the Braves demolished the Mets at season's end, and the, couldn't handle – the Phillies. Um, let's see. Uh, Jay Davis says A Rod is a better announcer than he was as a teammate. That's definitely true. I'll, I'll at least admit to that, but doesn't mean I have to like him. Dan Thompson, spare notes in MLB Senate coverage. 
Hey, it's October. It's October. The hunt yeah. for Red October, right, Coop? Isn't that your uh, rally cry? It's Red. It's Red October this month. Uh, and, and you know this is this has been such a great season. It doesn't matter at this point to me. We weren't going to get this far. It's house money. I, I don't think we beat the Padres or the Dodgers. I mean, I, I know I keep saying that, but I'm being realistic here. We won two. We won. Some managers can't even win a round of the playoffs. We won two. So I mean, I'm very happy with this team. Um, I hope they could build on it for the future. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, they got a good team. You know, they, yeah. they got a good team, and um, it'll it, honestly, it'll be exciting. I, I don't want to see the Yankees win anything. I don't want to see LA win anything. Um, Cleveland's do. I mean, it's been 79 years now, I think, for them. It was the 40s last time they got one. Yeah, it's like the 40s. Yeah, they they, they now have the longest one because Red Sox snapped theirs. The Cubbies beat theirs. The White Sox beat theirs. I think Cleveland yeah. has the longest dry spell now. I, I want to say Cleveland, and then it's I think the Bru- the Bru- Milwaukee. No, not the Bru- no, it's not Milwaukee. Uh, it maybe Texas or someone like that. I think they're second longest. But someone can go do that research question. Yeah, I'm not sure, but you know, there's like I said, there's there's some good teams, some good teams left, and um, you know, it'll be exciting to see how it shakes down. But the Phillies are going to the next round; they're one round away from the big show. So <laughs> let's see how it all shakes out. You know. Yeah. Um, a um, couple comments on that. Um, you may notice the facial hair, which was originally grown out because of my oral surgery. Oh but yes. But I've not shaved it, and I announced on KMA this morning that it will stay on for as long as the Phillies are in the playoffs. I'm not going to mess with Karma at this point. Uh, now I so, hope they go seven games in the World Series because I think it's a good. It look will for be you. trimmed, but it won't be <laughs> removed uh, until the World Series. So uh, I'll have to figure out for my non-cigar life how I'm going to deal with that, but I'll deal with it. This is this is, uh, but yeah, it is staying on. Let me ask you a question. So, if the if the Phillies win a World Series this year, is there going to be a big celebration on the Coop Show, um, whether it's prime time or special edition? Is there going to be like a, a Phillies victory show? Like you're going to wear all the stuff, and you guys are just going to do baseball, no cigar? Like I, what's Pro- the, uh, probably we'll do something. Probably we'll do something. Um, what's the absolutely. celebration cigar if the Phillies win? Well, That's we what have, I want to know. We haven't won it, but we haven't won anything. I'm not thinking that far ahead. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I can't. Right. Do, no, but um, the other thing is, if you notice, I'm not wearing my Phillies jersey or my cap uh, because another thing that I did was when uh, they went on the winning streak at the, in June, I stopped wearing the jersey and the hat because I felt I was jinxing them every time I wore it. I've not put that jersey – I put the Matt Tobacco one you gave me on, right? But I'm told my Bryce Harper jersey and my cap have been sitting there, uh, and they will not be put on because they've been good ever since I stopped wearing it, so – uh, I have I just stick with the karma and what's rolling and what works. So I am a little I got this from my dad. I'm I'm a little funny and superstitious about some of this stuff. So Mm-mm. so I tend I tend to I tend to stick with works. Don't apologize when it comes to professional sports. I mean, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. You know. Listen, listen. We are in an NLCS. If you told me that we were going to be in the National League Championship Series on Memorial Day, I would have laughed at you. If you told me this two weeks ago, I would have laughed at you as well. When we got into the we, there's no way I would have ever thought this. This has been, this has been a magical run for us this year. I don't know. Next year could be a letdown. You know, look at the Braves. So, you know, I'm just gonna enjoy it right now. I'll be and honest with you. Yeah. If you told me last year that the Red Sox would be in an ALCS, I would not believe you either. Um, I mean, the playoffs are funny. The, the weird stuff happens in the playoffs sometimes, and, and 
the Braves just their bats shut down in this series. There's no way around it. They went into the slump at the worst time. Uh, the Mets, the same thing happened. I mean, look at this. Look at those teams. The Braves and the Mets dominate that division, and we're the ones in the NLCS. It's just baseball's crazy. It's crazy. It's a crazy sport when it comes. And the playoffs make it really now. Oh, Coop, I think you froze there. Oh no, you're back. You're good. Okay. Um, which funny you. So you brought up you. You called it the Matt Tobacco jersey. It's not my jersey, but well, the one you gave me. The one you gave. Yeah. Me. No, it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know if anyone knows. Um, the story behind the the, the jersey, because so that's kind of a new thing here at Smoking Tobacco. Now, for for certain certain people, uh, I guess I guess this is a thing now. We we have presented uh, commemorative jerseys to right, folks right. as a thank you for certain. things. I was honored to get one, yeah. And and you and you got one of the first ones. There there are only two in existence. Um, the other one belongs to Jay Davis. Uh, and what we've decided is that we uh, we we made a, a jersey designed after your favorite team. But it would have a relevance to what you are. So Jay says blue smoke on his, but it's a, it's a Cubs style jersey and it has his name right. on the back. Yours is a Philly style jersey and it says yep. cigar coupe on the front and then it says Cooper on the back. Um, so who knows? We th- this might be a thing that we continue to do and more jerseys get made and handed out. But it has to you have to earn it though. It's like the it's like the Abe coin or the right. the, the Coop coin. It, you got to earn it though. You got to right, earn it. Right. You got to do something. So what if Jose Blanco earns one? What do you do in that case? We have it made out of gold thread. I have white glove service oh, deliver it to him. <laughs> no, I'm just no, kidding. No, but he's a Yankee. He's a Yankees fan. He's a Yankees fan. <sighs> For Jose, look, there's not I, a lot. Of, there's not a lot of people in this world that would receive anything Yankee related from me. Jose is one of those exceptions. You know, he, okay. You I, know, I, I agree. We got He's a very good friend of mine and yours. And if yeah. for him. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know something? You know something, Coop? <laughs> the Yankees are still pretty good this year. Well, you know, Coop. You know the Yankees. You know, don't forget that's America's team. A lot of championships. Uh, you know the Steinbrenner organization. You know. But you know, Colito still with that Boston Red Sox. <laughs> I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I know. I know. <laughs> So no, Jay's here. Jay, I lived at 536 West Addison for four years. Wrigley is 1060 West Addison. Big Cub fan. Yeah, if you couldn't tell, uh, Jay is a big Cubs fan, uh, which is great. You know, I was happy for them when they finally broke their drought a couple years ago. Um, that was huge. 2016. You know, and you know what? They they deserved it. They deserved it. I was very happy for them to win that World Series. Oh, absolutely. I was very happy when they won that. I I said I this is a team because you know why? Because I knew the struggle. You know, it was 86 years for us. Uh, it was 90, I think it was 95 for the White Sox when they got theirs the year after we did in 2005. When the Cubs got theirs, I was happy for them. Um, and honestly, yeah, I mean, outside of, you know, it would be cool to see the Phillies win for you. You know, the, you know, Cleveland, you know, they got a nice long one too. It would be nice to see them snap that. You know, original teams, teams have been around a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I agree oh, for sure. Uh, you know, like I said, when the Phillies won it in '80, you know that was that was really new territory uh, for all practical purposes. Uh, we never won a World Series, so we won it in 1980, and then I had to wait 28 years so for yeah. another one. So you know what? And then you got people who let me just, let me just say this too. You get the people out there who go, "Yeah, but what about you know the Mariners have never won one?" Let me explain something to you. 
they haven't been around as long. They're these teams that we're talking about. These are teams that generations have come yeah. and gone and did not see it. Okay, you know this. This. I mean, you're talking long time. I mean, we had we had great teams. You, yeah, you had the, I you mean, had the, you had the '75 team with Carlton Fisk. You had '86 and Buckner fucked us. It went through his legs behind the bag. Everybody remembers that if you're over the age of 40. It's behind the bag. It gets Bill Buckner. Everyone remembers that. Bucky Dent. We remember that. We remember that one. You know, we had a lot of heartbreak. I mean, we earned it, you know. And I heard that comment you made yeah. about Red Sox not, you know, maybe deserving that World Series in 04, but I'm not going to get into that tonight. I heard that comment the other night when oh, you were I, there. I, no, I didn't, I, I, honestly, I did not say that. But Yeah, you was. did. You said, well, we argue with the, the Red Sox in 2004. And I was like, mm, Bear, it get was, on that, buddy. It, <laughs> no, I, I, we don't want to get into it, but that was not what I said. That was not what I said. It was if you were going to say that Barry Bonds' record should be uh, erased, then the Yankees and the Red Sox and all those championships should have been gone. That's what I said about that. I did not say they did not deserve it, and I'm not. And I wasn't advocating for those championships to be stripped. So, but the but the Phillies, you see, you know, they were founded in 1883, so they almost won a hundred years before they won a World Series. Yeah, so they're I mean, another. Then they are. They're another old team. They're one of the original teams. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so they've only won twice in in, in their history. So 2008, um, I think, was the last one. Yeah. Yeah. 2008 was the last one we we lost to the Yankees in 2009. So uh, I mean, I'll tell you what, my one of my favorite years though was the year we lost to the Blue Jays. We had such a great run that year. Hmm. It was the most fun. We we not we weren't supposed to win 70 games that year, and you know what, we had we had a heartbreaker in Toronto. But was that the, the Joe Carter season. game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was tough. The Joe Carter game was tough, but I kind of expected it. And um, the touch them all, had, Joe. But the year we had was was really special. Um, it just really it was a fun year to watch baseball. It was a true Rocky Balboa story, and you know it was like losing to Apollo in the fight. So um, it was great, and that's what this year feels like. It's a Rocky Balboa story again. Yeah. Well. Anyway, enough of the baseball talk. I don't want to bore all of our listeners like Nicole. No, but uh, thank you, Mr. Middleton, for putting this team together this year. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. And uh, I do. I do wish you Phillies luck this year. For for your oh, sake. Oh, thank you. I do wish you luck. I won't be off the edge at this point. We're we're playing with house money, so. That's true. It's a good way to look at it. That's a good attitude. I'll give you that. That's a very good mm-hmm. attitude. That's that's real respectable. Um. So, Coop. Last time we were on here, we did a marathon. We did a um. We did an Eloso Fumar special edition length show. Um. You know, so we, there was a lot to cover. Now, I know that the I will, let me say this, and I'm and you can interject with whatever you want to say, because um, I just I want to get it out there for the record. I know that most people probably know that there was a press conference today with Luciano. Uh, we're not going to get into that. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to get into that stuff. So if you came here for that, I'm sorry, but I just want to be upfront with everyone so everyone knows. Uh, we won't be getting into that discussion tonight on the show. Um, I think that's fair, and uh, we're just going to move on to other things. I just wanted to put that out there for the record. But, Coop, I know you had something that you, uh, you PCA-related that you wanted to bring up on the show tonight. Yeah, I brought this up on KMA, but I want to have more of a discussion on it. Um, for eternity, the drama, there's always been drama at the PCA trade show. In regards to two things, location and time of the year, right? Mm-hmm. And it's always drama, right? Like, where is the trade show going to be 
And when should we hold the trade show? In the last few years, this drama has intensified, particularly with the time of the year, where I've heard all these people say, damn, you know, why does the PCA hold their trade show in July? Um, why aren't they, you know, it's the worst time of the year to have it. No one goes because of it. No one wants it there, right? So the PCA did a, a survey, which, by the way, I'm, um, if, if PCA is listening, thank you for sending those to the media because I would have loved to have filmed what one was out, right? I think we should have had a uh, fill out on that. Yeah. So I'm very, I'm very disappointed we did not get the survey. Um, just and and, and that's another. That's a side note. We'll deal with that another time. But um, in there, there was a question in the survey, and the question there were two questions I'm going to say specifically, and it was on the basically they surveyed people who went to the trade show, and they asked them. To, to like give their satisfaction with the dates of this year's trade show. So that was uh, July 9th to 12th or whatever. And uh, they did the survey. The results were published in the PCA magazine this month. And, Matt, do you know how the results came out? Uh, why don't you remind me, Coop, because I forgot. Okay. So. I did know. But... You, could rate these from, you could rate these from very poor to poor to okay to good to very good to exceptional. Mm-hmm. So, if you take poor and very poor, only 19% said poor or very poor. 12% said poor, 7% said very poor, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you look at the pos- if you look at okay as positive, right? Okay was another 19%. So, if everything above, okay is neutral. Let's say okay is neutral. Everything above okay, good, very good, and exceptional is 62% total. 15% for exceptional, 20%, 27% for very good, and 20% for good. Where is where is this backlash that the PCA is doing the wrong time of the year for the trade show? And why is this even coming up at this point? Like, Because you remember we sat in that, that painful press conference, right? Talking about press, that painful press conference where we everyone was talking nothing about the 20 – they're all talking about the 2024 show and having it in New Orleans in April because everyone wanted this show – I was there. This should, be, know. this should be a done. This should be the door should be closed on this at this point, right? And here's the other thing, Matt. In terms of the venue, which is the Venetian Convention Center, only two percent said it was poor or very poor, right? Mm-hmm. And ninety-two percent said good, very good, or exceptional. So people are happy with July, and they're very happy with the venue. Why is there effort even, unless it's a bad business negotiation that the PCA is having, right? It was bad business for them to do that there, right? But I don't get that. They were putting this up. Hey, we're going to see what people think. I don't think there's any discussion point anymore unless you're convinced that the people who didn't answer the survey and didn't go to the show are the naysayers, which I'm not convinced that's the case. Yeah, I mean, um, look, we've gone back and forth on this whole PCA thing uh, so many times um, in the last two years, and more so about the future this year, You know, as you said before, because it came up in... <sighs> I, to, you know, at this point for me, I, I'm just I'm baffled that the, the like, I, I, it's such a big deal to everybody. Like you know, it, it's always the this, this drama is always the case. I know, but I I know that. But I'm sort of saying it's like it, it, it and I just I feel like it's always way bigger than it needs to be. And it's just like, you know, like I get it. Certain people want certain things, and other people want different things. And like I I get it. I but it's like you know people like. You know, it, it's like politics or anything else. It's like if you don't get your way, people just get more aggressive. And, and you know, when people start saying stuff, yeah. and, 
you know, and you know, the only look, the only credible thing we have Jay Davis with us. Okay, Jay actually sits on the board at PCA. So if, if there's anyone tonight that could comment on this that I'm gonna like, you know, listen to, it's gonna be Jay because he sits in on those meetings and stuff. Now, um, I know Jay still has his own opinions too, and I and I understand, and I respect that, and I understand that too. But you know, as a, from a PCA perspective, I mean. Look, they're weighing their options. You know, we we sat in that meeting. You and I sat there, and it was said to us, listen. And this is what Greg Zimmerman said to us. Yep, I know what you guys say, yeah. He said, we asked people. They said, whether it's in Vegas or New Orleans, which are the only two, really, the real main two cities they're looking at, they're going to come either way. They don't care. That's what we were told by it's the board. And Jay and Jay was and and Jay, I know you'll chime uh, yeah. in, but Jay, you were sitting up there too, right next to him, and you were there too. And I know you heard it. Now I don't know if you were gonna agree with that, but you were there. That's what was said, and that's what we took as like we were told. Listen, we're going back and forth. We're looking at options, but w the survey we did, it was like here or here. We'll go no matter what. Okay. So I mean, look, if, if, if I understand Vegas is probably more expensive, but at the same time, like we've talked about before, New Orleans is a much less friendlier smoking city. And it was a mis you know, it was a miserable trade show that year there. It was just you can't you were the trade show would have such a different vibe in New Orleans because because of the fact that there is no Bar Luca. I mean, I'm gonna be very honest. And, and not that everyone hangs out at Barlu, it's it's because there's a central hub. That's the point. There isn't a, there won't be a central hub in New Orleans, which will be the problem. So that that's where that that's where that whole problem comes. So I mean, and, and people have short memories of that. Yeah, um, you know, I know that you know Mitch, Mitchell brought up a good point. Mitchell said before, I just had it up here. Uh, <laughs> LOL, like where so many people keep saying this with no actual good option. Um, you know, I've heard a few options. Turn, uh, people are talking about Florida. People are mentioning Florida. Um, I know that there was one in Orlando previously. I know people have mentioned the possibility of Tampa. Um, you know, there's been a lot of other good ones. And then when I've asked, it was like, oh, well, like, you know, the convention space is not available whenever, you know, when we want to do it or it's too small or they don't have all the things that we need to put on the show. So, I mean, they're, they're looking at things and it, it doesn't always just come down to like, ah, oh, we don't like that one. You know, people explore options and logistically it all has to align, you know, and it has to be, you know, effective uh, and whatever. It's not, it's not like people, uh, I feel like people think it's cut and dry. Uh, Jay says right here, Miami is not an option. Tampa is too small. And not available. Um, Orlando was worse than New Orleans, in my opinion. Uh, that I disagree with on him. But I, I know a lot of people had the same feeling as Jeff. But I know a lot of people. But, yeah, I mean, it was like, you know, I don't like Vegas. I, don't, I prefer not in Vegas. I think Vegas is over expensive. It's crowded. I, I don't. But I get it works for us there. I get it works for us there. It does. So I, I why are we with well, unless it's deep. like Jay said, it's expensive though. And that part I can understand, but then you don't need to put that up to a vote, guys. It, it's then if you need to make a decision to move the show, move the show. You don't need to give solicit the feedback there. Um, I, I, um, so in the comments here, we we had does size of the floor really matter that much? Wouldn't it be more affordable if they had smaller booths? And Jay said size is very important. Um, you know. 
it's got to look like a trade show. It, it does. It can't just did look like see, a flea market. Did you, you know? Did you see the flea market booze at the trade show? Something this year. I'm not gonna call it the name. They were they were just they were terrible. Didn't look like a trade show. It looked it didn't even look. I've seen like Hearst look better than some of these booze. I mean, they look terrible. Make the, it needs to have a biz of, of trade show vibe. And, and I know it's expensive. Maybe everyone can't afford to go. And I'm sorry, but but you know, I, I don't need to go to I, you know I don't need to go to a flea market exactly. Is that a black and M81 you're smoking? Yep. Nice. I recognize yeah, this the freestyle is, band. Yeah. This is the last size I haven't had yet. By the way, I, I did light up because uh, I was just not paying attention. Oh yes. I use my I use my cigar blondie. Our cutter cutters and lighters are brought to you yep, by cigar so, so blondie accessories. I was, and I did use them. I just was so selfish about smoking I just didn't say it so now I said it no you're right our cutters and lighters of tonight are brought to you by Cigar Blondie that signature yep. blade flame double guillotine cutter they come in three amazing finishes chrome white and black visit cigarblondie.com today to check them out check it out these uh, fan flame lighters are great um I actually I have to send you a, I have to send you a text message here really quick okay um so bear with us. Un momento, por favor, to our audience. We usually send me a text message in the show, but you know I'm the worst at checking text messages. I know that's why I had to tell you on the air because if I don't <laughs> check your phone, <laughs> that's why, <laughs> why it's weird because I'm like if I don't uh, tell you, I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really bad at it, guys. Uh, don't like. And then I'll be honest. I've actually been. Uh, yeah, I've just been cutting back. I just need clarification from you on, on, on a particular thing. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. None, none whatsoever. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. Um, Dan Thompson. True. The FDA used to not regulate. Uh, I believe a uh, comment about the... Uh, let me see. I'm trying to follow along. I can't remember. I don't remember what this is. Jay said, won't work. We've tried working with them. Um, I think that had to do with... Uh, I don't know. I think the comments got away from me. So, um, but anyway, so yeah, I mean, we were talking about the trade show. Yeah. Look, there's options. There's things that have been talked about. Uh, there's been some crazy things that have been proposed out there on, you know, different shows or just in conversations that I've had with people. We've, we've heard a lot of different options on things and, uh, but you know, at the end of the day, like Vegas works, I understand it's probably not the cheapest option, but when you look at the big picture, most of the pieces fit together out there. Um, you know, if you it, take it, it does. And like I said, I don't like it. It's not my first choice, but damn it, it, it works for us. Maybe if we can get a better deal somewhere else, I can understand. But people like the people like the Venetian too. Keep that in mind. But people like, it. you know, they do. You know, you know, you're, you're, you know, this was your chance. To, but you know, Abe made a point this morning on this, and Abe's a hundred percent right. This noise is made by a very small group. Oh, it's, it's very like the true. Same, yeah, yeah, it's like the same people who promote Lanceros, right? And I'm not trying to disparage it, but there's a very strong and passionate group. I think in this case, there's a very strong and passionate group as well. I think there's some truth to that. I think there is. It's always that small. It's like anything when people complain, right? The, it's always the it's always the the small minority of people who make the most noise, and then that's the people who get the most attention. You know why? Because the majority of people who don't care, they don't make noise about it because they don't care. You know. Um, 
say Dan, Dan Thompson says the trade show cost is a real concern as we are all suffering through inflation together, but all things weighed, Las Vegas is the best option to set of trade-offs. Uh, Mitchell made a good point here, which we've talked about. Resorts World and massive after parties at 8 Lounge. You know, Resorts World is a big resort. Um, I don't think their convention center is done yet, though. I think that was That's an a problem, too. yeah. It's not That's done yet, but it, I think they're building a pretty massive place considering the size of that resort. So right. maybe down the road... That can be weighed depending on the cost of that, but I don't think it's available yet. So I think that's yeah, the issue so, there. So, you know, 8 Lounge, I went there. It was fantastic. They had the CLE party, right? Yes. But you really got to have a compelling reason to get people to leave the hub, which is which is the Venetian, right? Um, so here's, here's the compelling reason. Free cigars and free booze. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> there's no other way. There's no other way around it. Like, like, and I think the problem they had the PCA when they had the party down at um, – the Cosmopolitan or whatever it was, it was too far and people didn't know if they were getting cigars. There was so, nobody yeah. there. There was nobody yeah. there. Yeah. And and it's a shame because I think that what they tried to do is they think they tried to emulate what TPE did at the Sahara Pool Club with uh, but the they band had, they and had all a, that. Yeah. yeah. But but that was that was private. It was done right. Um, I think the 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 Cosmo nightclub thing, it was mixed with regular people. It wasn't an exclusive party. No one knew about it, and there was nobody there. Um, you know, I went over there briefly uh, with a couple of people. We went in. There was nothing cigar-related going on. After 20 minutes, we're like, we're out of here. And I only saw two people from the PC. I saw Glenn Loop, and I saw Joshua Brisky. And yeah. and I don't even think they stayed. I think they went back somewhere else. There was I saw Scott. There. I scored. I saw Scott at the uh, CLE party as well. And it was the same night. So I mean, that's. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe they. Hopefully they can do something for next year. I don't know. Um, but what I will say is, I think that in regards to PCA, it's hard to get people to go down to Eight Lounge and stuff like that because you said out of the hub. TPE, they, they most, live, yeah. most people are staying at Sahara or Resorts World. They're already up there. So at TPE, like, there was a lot more happening at Eight Lounge. PCA, there was not because everyone was further down the strip in the middle. So, yep. I mean, it's and, and that's the thing. For those who have never been to Las Vegas, on TV, it looks like, you know, like a little small area. It's very, very big. You know, just walking yeah. to the next resort, I mean, it takes you 15, 20 minutes. So in July, when even after the sun goes down, it's still 99 degrees. Um, people don't want to walk, you know, six blocks, you know, or, or, or six resorts down. and Or they don't want to wait for an Uber that's going to take a, like a half hour and it's going to cost them $25 because, you know, it's at peak time, you know, on the weekend in Las Vegas when, you know, all the Californians and the Arizonians come in and it's just extra busy and you know it, it is it's a whole thing if you've never been down there and done it it's 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 a convenience thing people like to be able to come down go to the lounge go to the thing go down to the trade show and go right back up to their room or walk across the street to one of the other hotels that sometimes people stay at that's it i mean people are not going to go all the way down the strip to go to eight lounge i mean it's you know no I, it's I, true I get it it's true but look at all these comments matt this topic i mean you could you can bring if, if if you're having a slow night, right? <laughs> in story, bring up the PCA trade show where it should be, and what time and, it, and look at what happens here. Every single time for 12 years, I've been doing the media. I mean, there's nothing like stirring up a conversation like this, and it's just, and it goes, it's the same conversation every time, and no one cares, you know. It, 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 
<laughs> I, I love it. Jay Davis says uh, there is Mandalay Bay, but they don't want us. So interesting. So they, so Jay, that you're saying that they actually turned down a proposal from you guys. Hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't know about that. I, I, I had heard that it was proposed, but I didn't know that it, they were, they were told. They the the MCAN properties are, go, are really going no smoking right now. Um, so that doesn't surprise. And that's an MGM property. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's getting me. You know, like I told you, it's, it's, it's like I've been going to Vegas for a long time. In 2005, it was much easier to smoke than it, than it was in 2022. It's just getting harder and harder. I mean, look at all the after parties are no longer even. All, all the after parties are somewhere else right now. Mm-hmm. So that that's been a huge problem. Or they get these, uh, or they're outdoors in the heat. I mean, there was a time when you went into a Vegas casino, and um. I mean, there, there was very little that you couldn't do outside of, you know, just you can't steal and you can't count cards. And But you want to smoke and drink at the table. You want to, you know, fucking have the showgirls come over and yep. sing you a song. I mean, yeah, now it's it's not the same. Yeah, I seen Nicole's comment about the J.C. Newman Hotel and an Expo Center. I'm not even sure how much of a hotel that's going to be. I don't think, I, she, I think it's going to be. <laughs> I think she was yeah. just going to be funny. <laughs> no, but I, it would it'd be cool. Yeah, but, I, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be like a 24-7 hotel. I think it's going to be for certain. I think it's going to be like some of the stuff we see down at Nicaragua at the factories where they have hotel-like facilities to host people. And if people want to, maybe they'll take some reservations as it grows. But I don't think it's going to be like, you know, 300 rooms, unfortunately. Like I, People have said that to me, too. Other people have said that. So... Here's an interesting comment. Jay said Paris was interested, but the trade show flows didn't work. Now, one of the things I was going to ask you about on the show tonight, I guess this is a good time to bring it up. Do you remember the NATO show? I knew of it. I Yeah. What happened to that? Did I, it think, go I, I think it's just before my time, and I couldn't get a lot of I don't know. I, I, you know what? I'm not 100% sure. Because from what I understand, that was held at the Paris. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know if anyone in the audience I, can I, fill us. I don't have an answer on that one. Yeah. That was more of a TPE-like show, if I remember. Oh, NATO became TPE. Oh, okay. So that's what happened. So, okay, I didn't want to say it because I wasn't 100% sure, but I'll, I think that is. Because I was just going to say, if from what I remember... It was more like TPE. It was more of a, like an all-tobacco kind of show. Um, but now it's TPE handles NATO's trade show now. Oh, okay. All right. So that that, that answers that question. Okay. Um, I, I think TPE is going to be very interesting this year. I think, this is, like, I think people are going to go, and I think this is what's going to happen. If it becomes too um, convenient-y, like the NAC show. Do you know what the NAC show is? Yeah. So if, for those who don't know, the NAC show is the National Association of Convenience Stores. And they actually just held their trade show at the, at the Vegas Convention Center like two weeks ago. And that's yep. a that's a, a straightforward convenience store show uh, and where TPE is kind of in that realm. But it, it, this is like – it's more about yep. the store and the retail, yep. not just like the products. Um from what I understand, there's a little bit of tobacco stuff there, but it's not enough for really any of us to be, you know, worthy to go out there. But I get the feeling like TPE is slowly heading to more towards, like, the NAC show because now they're bringing in, like, more non-tobacco stuff to that trade show. And I don't know long-term how many of the tobacco people are actually going to stay, even, like, the non-cigar people. Right. I don't I know don't, how long I, they're going to stay around for that. And are they going to offer the incentives? 
Like there's been big incentives offered for people to get retailers, manufacturers, and media out to these to that TV. Will that continue? I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. I think it's a fair. Now that they're going in a different direction, I don't know if they need to put so much investment on the tobacco piece anymore. Dan Thompson, Dan Thompson said, from a manufacturer's perspective, staying in Las Vegas is helpful so we don't have to move booth stuff. Random yeah. cities drive up costs. Yeah, Dad Sacco was telling me the same thing, too. See, this is one of the interesting things about this show. We have Dan Thompson, who's president of McAuliffe Cigars, so from a manufacturer's standpoint, high up on a manufacturer's standpoint. You have Jay Davis, who's with us, who's not only a retailer, but he sits on the PCA board. So it, it it's very interesting to have the different dynamics here with us commenting on the show because you get those perspectives firsthand as we talk about these things from the manufacturer, from the PCA, from the retailers. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, it's nice to have. So... Um, Jay Davis, I think we could do the trade show at Chateau de la Coupe. His house is really, really We enormous. may well work something out. We may well work something out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Coop, you could do it. That's a nice size house, but I, you know, we may well work something out. The media compound. Yeah, it's you know, it's, uh, we've, had, we've had pretty big media. Like, remember the media compound we had last year was enormous. We didn't have nearly as big a one this year. Dude, the one last year was awesome. Yeah, that's that was the only problem with that. We had bad internet, and that was really a problem for us. But uh, but yeah, that was that was a true compound we had. Mitchell, and can we meet Coop's so-called wife? Does she does she exist, Jay? She does exist. She just doesn't. Jay go met to Jay met Jay met her. Jay yeah. met her. Uh, Jay and John Carney have met her, and Jay has met my kids, my and my mom and sister. Mrs. So Cooper Jay is real. Um, and uh, she she just doesn't come to the trade shows. No, it's not her thing. Um. She doesn't. It's not you know. She she's an integral part of Cigar Coop. I mean, I won't tell. I mean, she's behind the scenes. Um, but you know, we actually did talk about it. Uh, but it doesn't. Look, you know, we're hanging out there. It's it's you know, I'm I'm with my guys all the time. Unfortunately, you know, and that's the only time I get to see them once a year. So we do try to do a lot of team bonding stuff. And she'd be kind of the odd girl out, I think, in this case. Coop. Quick update on the Mariners game. Top of the sixteenth. No score. See, I love baseball <laughs> games that are no score. I love these pitchers draw games. Wow. And I That's love awesome. this. This is baseball's baseball playoffs is nothing like it, man. It's it's great time great time of the year. It really yeah, is. You know, I just want you know, I don't want to change the topic. I just wanted to give a quick update on that. That's no, good. no. Still it's going. One. <laughs> yeah. The Yankees game's gonna finish before that one does. <laughs> boy, uh boy oh boy, I wish uh I wish that Yankee game was going the other way though. Here's an interesting question. Um, uh -huh. Mike says, does Mrs. Coop smoke cigars? No. There you go. No, she's tried it occasionally, but no, uh, she doesn't. She probably knows more about cigars from just because she does, like, all the proofing now. That, but, you know, so she does, like, she's actually good enough to catch certain things right now that you wouldn't think. But, no, she doesn't smoke cigars. Uh, so, but she has no problem with me smoking cigars either uh, when we're, we're at places, so. You're lucky. She's really good on stuff. She's really good on stuff like that. She used to be a little more like hold the nose years ago, but that's you know. And now that she's seen what's involved with working with what I do, uh, I think she's come to. I do want to take her to the fact. I really do want to take her to the factory, though. Uh, at least maybe to El Titan at a minimum, right? I want her to see the factory piece because I think she'd be amazed. Oh yeah, I th I, th I think that when you when you go. Um... When you when you go and you see that stuff, it, it gives you a whole new appreciation. Um, like, 
you know, Nicole and I will be going down to a factory very soon. Um, and I'm just really excited to see, um, you know. That you haven't been to one. But you've been to El Teton, right? I've been to El Teton, yeah. I've been there. So you haven't seen, like, pre-industry or anything like that? No, I mean, I've been to El Teton. I've been to, uh, we've been to J.C. Newman. We saw that. But we'll Nicole's be, been to the farms in, in Connecticut. Nicole's been to the farms in Connecticut. Um, you know, we'll be going to our first actual um, factory soon. So yeah, that'll that'll really change the game. Uh, yeah, um, but that's gonna be every factory is so different, is what I'll just tell you. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going, but but, but mm-hmm. everyone just has a very different vibe, is what I'm gonna tell you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's it, every, I, I I agree with that, and I I haven't been, but I I, I know the 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 the, uh, the dynamic is always changing and. Everybody yeah. does something different, and every, you know they all have different things that they do. Some grow, some don't. Some have both, and this and that, and the the things, the methods they use. So, the more you can get to, the more you can see, you know, the more you understand. And I think the more the point I'm getting to is the more appreciation I think you have for it when you get to see that stuff. Um, so yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that's awesome. I was really yeah. glad Nicole got to go down to the to the farms this year for the barn smoker event. Uh, I couldn't attend because I had some other things I had to do with with John down in Florida. But I was really glad she got to go and see that. That was really cool. Um, and you know, she got education and learned and took some stuff away from that, which is awesome. Uh, it's good to have, um, on a, uh, on a new side, I I know you got this story too, but, uh, Uh so general sent out a, a handful of, of news stories this week. Um, a lot of having to do with their holiday releases. Um, so there's those. Uh, Fuente will be sending out the rare pinks. They're on their way to retailers now. I think some of them already got them, including the two new sizes. Uh, the Sophisticated Hooker, which is a 7.5 by 54. Mm-hmm. And the uh, uh, the Queen of Hearts, which is a, I want to say it's a 3 and 3 quarter. Yep. By, help me out, Coop. Is it 56? 50, I thought it was 54 as well. I'm gonna. I'll look it up while you're saying it. I want to say it was a 56. I thought it was a little bit thicker than the other one. Maybe you're right on that. Um, but so those will be going out. So we're we're also at the time where three, uh, three and a half by 54, three and three quarter by 54, and the hooker, the sophisticated hooker, is seven and a quarter by 53. Ah, uh, okay. So I was kind of close. Um, you know, we're at that point of the year where, other than like cigar of the year and award season stuff that comes up, um. We're we're seeing the holiday releases, and this is the time of the year when all of the extra special, for the most part, um, releases come out because it's the holiday season, right? Right. right. We see it with Mm -hmm. like the you know we see it every year. We see it in other industries too. It's when the you know limited edition stuff comes out for the holidays because it's the gift buying season, and people have more of an excuse to go and spend money. Um, Now we haven't seen all of them yet, but they're starting to trickle in. Have you seen anything yet that has caught your attention, or maybe other stuff that hasn't really been announced that we that we know is coming, um, that you has really piqued your interest for this year? No, no, there was, there's not really. I mean, other than the, I mean, the stuff that hasn't shipped from the trade show yet, um, there's really not much uh, that I'm interested in from a seasonal standpoint. Um, I thought General's releases were okay. I mean, uh, they're 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 also jumping into the advent calendar with the uh, CAO. Did tw- they did twelve days, yeah. So they're um, they're in there with that kind of. That, that diesel sideshow was exactly what it was. It was a sideshow, but that's something that they. I think that was a sample that they used to release years ago. Fuente uh, and Yeho, yes, Mike. Yeah, that's a good one. That always comes out at Christmas. Yeah, and that's but you know yeah, and I agree. Uh, but that's we expect that every year. Yeah, I, I think we're getting into a routine where the pinks are going to be an October release and the yeah. Uh, the Añejo piece is November. 
Well, the Añejos, yeah. I think the Añejos are going to be more of that November, December, Christmas, you know, release. The yeah. rare pinks are going to be, I mean, it's, it's more of, I think the pinks are the, the October, the breast cancer thing. And yeah. I think, I think that that's makes sense. Exactly. That's a great idea for that. Uh, I, I, I like how, you know, what I'll say about what Fuente does, um, you know, with a lot of their 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 limited releases that they do, um, there's a lot more of them throughout the year. And they and they're kind of timed right, you know what I mean? Like we talk about the rare pinks in October. You get the Inejos at the end of the year. Usually the twentieths come out for Christmas as well. So I think what you see is like Inejos and the twentieth anniversary. Yep. That comes out for Christmas and the holiday season. Rare pinks are in October. Um, there's usually they send out Don Carlos and the father sets for like Father's Day. Um, I like how they do that. They got multiple things and they 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 yeah. around the yeah. holiday. They really spread it around. It's not like okay, it's it's one thing at the end of the year, which I know not yeah. every company can do that. But it's it's just they like how they they spread all that out. You know, Sokka's got the holiday blend coming out. Oh yeah, for so well. Um, I I'm, I'm I am I want to smoke it. I'll be honest with you, I do want to smoke it though. Me too. Uh, me too. Um, I actually, you know, I, I I reviewed a couple of the Stillwell stars. They both got 88s, which is a pretty decent score. Um, but I'm curious. I'm curious. I did something different. So yeah, I'm. I'm you know, that's supposedly a more limited release. So I, that one's got my interest. I um. I have. Uh, I'm trying to find out what I'm gonna smoke. I think I'm gonna go HVC. Look at that. I'm gonna think I'm gonna smoke an HVC tonight. I um. You know, I'll be honest with you. So. Uh, I liked the Stillwells. I thought they were good. Um, it's something I would uh, I would definitely enjoy from time to time. My bro my brother-in-law, Nicole's brother, um, he he he's a very big pipe tobacco kind of guy. Uh, we gave him a couple of those to try. He actually loved them. And um, I was telling him about you know I was like, well, if you like that, I mean, the holiday blend's coming out, and and uh, I know he he wants to try that too. So I'm excited to get those. I I really am. I I want to see. Um, how that does? I mean, just I got the we got to smell the aromas yeah. from it at the trade show. I was like, Phew. yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, I, you know, I just reviewed the English um, this week, and it definitely had a pipe influence. That cigar, is what I'll just tell you. It was, you know, it was it was like definitely pipe like, is what I'll just say to it. The the aromatic, which was the previous one I had smoked, not wasn't quite like that. According to Steve, who was on with us a few weeks ago, the aromatic is the most. Um, the most pipe-like, the most flavor-like. It has the strongest. See, um, I didn't agree with that. I thought it was the English was much more pipe-like. Yeah. I um I I was um trying to think. I've only had three of them. I don't. I think I've had all of them, but the aromatic actually. Um. So I actually can't say firsthand, but I I've had three of the four, and I think aromatic is the only one I haven't had yet. Yeah, you know. Uh... Who's gonna smoke this? I don't know. Who's that supposed to be? It's Steve. Oh, see, uh, see, I don't think that's a good Steve. Steve doesn't have that kind of voice. His is more of a, well, you know. No, he's a little more say, nasal than that. People say that I make great cigars, but I mean, I don't know. Who, who, who fucking knows, man? I just make them. <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> I sell them. I make money. You know, it is what it is. I mean. Oh, maybe one of these days I'll just fucking close up shop and move to a beach somewhere. I don't know. Me and Cindy will just move away and get away from this life. But anyway, I I, I get you know I I'm I'm excited yeah. to work on the next. Yeah. <laughs> you know you know uh, Abe was a lot more low key with his advent calendar this year. 
Yeah, he was. Uh, he actually he did a smaller release of them. And from KMA this morning, it sounded like he's moving on to the next project. He's, I think he's going to do a few more releases. He's got some of the packaging still. Yeah. And then I think he's going to move on, it sounded like. Um, that's Abe. You know, Abe likes to do something, and it run, when, it run, when he feels it runs the course, he doesn't let it jump the shark. He goes on to the next thing, so good for him. Yeah, he doesn't keep beating the horse, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. all right, we did it. It was good. Now let's do something new. Um, yeah. I'll give him that. I think that yeah. um, I will. You know, speaking of Steve, um, you know, all jokes aside, we love Steve, but I, I, I would be interested to see him do one. 12 Days of Saka. That would be even more than 12 Days of Saka. I don't know. 361, I go 365. <laughs> you know, Steve's going to see this. We're going to get in trouble, you know? <laughs> I, I always get in trouble. I always get in trouble with Steve. Uh, but no, that would be a good one. But no, I mean, you're right. He was a little bit more low-key. Uh, I, I feel like there was a lot more hum, hubbub and buzz on the um, Cage the Dog, the micro-blend that they're doing with Espinosa. Um Jeez. I I feel like I didn't hear. I felt like I heard more about that than I did about the advent calendar. No, it wasn't new. The advent calendar was a returning thing. It's just gonna be different cigars, right? Yeah, I, but still, I, it, I, it felt like you know a little bit of hype on it and remind I, people. I did not get excited about Cage the Dog at all. I know I should, but I didn't. I was just nothing that interested. And I love Espinosa cigars. Nothing interested me with that. Like, have you like have you had it or do you just no? Mean, but like, it's another general? it's another Habano Rosado blend from Espinosa. They always do Habano Rosado. I'm like. It's nothing exciting anymore. Have you expressed I, I this? Con- I, have you expressed this uh, concern to Hector? Yes, Hector. Hector knows my thing on that. And uh, if you watch Hector's interview, Hector did an interview on some show a couple weeks ago. He talked about he, you know, he likes to do other. Hector does like the dabble, but Eric loves Habano. So you know, but I'm like, I, I'm honestly, I'm like, why, why another Habano risotto blend? I mean, it's just like. I mean, you. To me, it just didn't excite me. I'm like, you know, if I'll, I'll try it if I have my opportunity to try, it, but I'm not gonna chase it down. Um, so there's one comment I want to get to, and then, but I want to circle back first. A baseball update. Uh, Kevin Schweitzer is here with us from Rockefeller Scars. Coop record broken, 16 scoreless innings in postseason. Uh, I was wondering what the record was. Good job, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, Jay Davis, bottom of this. Uh, correction, top of the 17th. Yeah, it's top of the 17th now. Um, but I wanted to circle back. So Steve Newman made a comment here. Uh, curious what Abe's plans are for KMA. He recently mentioned he was going in a different direction. Uh, do you know anything about that? Yeah, I'll talk about it. Uh, he talked a little about it at the end of the show. Okay. Um, I miss KMA they're, today. They're going to try a little more. We're going to try a little more of a free-form format um, in terms of kind of doing what we do here. Um, but free-form, you know, not necessarily all in cigars either. Um because KMA is like getting close to 500 episodes, and they're constantly recycling guests at this point. So they they they, they want to try it. It's Abe's gonna experiment with it and see how it goes. It's kind of like the banter piece that's done at the beginning. Like they're gonna try to expand. We're gonna try to expand that to the whole show. Yeah, you know, I, it's it's interesting. You I know, think it's I, a good. I thought, it, and I actually supported it. I thought it was a good idea. You know, Nicole and I have been talking. You know about the smoking tobacco show. Um, you know, going forward, I mean, we were, you know, we're going to be three years in and which is, you know, a lot younger than, you know, like KMA and, and whatnot. But right. at the same time, I, I also, I don't want to wait to get to that point. You know what I mean? So it, it's like, well, what, what, you know, what can we do now to change it? And we've already started to kind of prepare and take steps to move towards, uh, doing some different things. 
um, with that show. Definitely a lot more banter. Um, definitely a lot more other aspects to the show that we're still working on um, to to definitely change it. Because I don't want it to just continue to be the interview show that it has become. It wasn't always like that. And now I feel like we're coming just like the interview show. Um, which is great. And I love having our guests on talking to them. But it's also like I, I know that after a while that kind of gets to... Uh, it kind of gets stale after a while. So I'm trying to find... Um, some new things to do for example so i'll announce one that it's kind of far out but on december 8th we got matt booth coming back um and i spoke to matt and so this kind of started with um this kind of started with something that happened on social media i posted something about um uh do you go to costco are you a costco shopper my wife is all right but so you guys get products from costco she does yeah i i i don't think i've been there in several years <laughs> um, so Mike said, need a spare notes polo. Yeah. Uh, message Nicole. She handles all the apparel. Um, she can, she can take care of that. Um, the, they have this thing. So we're, we are BJ's household and a Costco household. We like to joke that we have the dynamic duo of the big box stores at the holidays. Speaking of holiday releases, they come out with this like, um, European cookie set. And it's like the you know the chocolate covered like cookies and biscuits and shit, mm -hmm. and like in like the metal tin. Well, well, yeah, yeah, yep. So I I posted like, hey, like no one beats Costco on the Christmas cookie tin, and it started a thread and whatever. And I guess somewhere people were commenting like you should do a cigar and like cookie pairing show. And at first I kind of laughed. I'm like, that's kind of ridiculous. I don't know what I could do with that. But then right. I, then I got thinking, and I was like, well. There's a few people I could do that with if I was Abe, to do it. Abe's wife's going to be making some cookie thing he was announcing today. So She's going to be selling cookies, yeah. I texted Matt the other day, and I said, let me ask you a question. You've already been on like three times, so I'm not going to do the usual song and dance with you. I want to do something different, and it's going to be the Christmas time. I want to do like fun stuff. I said, if we send you one of the Costco cookie tins full of cookies, can we do a, a cookies and cigars pairing show? And he was like, fuck yeah. I'm like, all right, done. <laughs> it'll be dangerous. It's gonna be dangerous. And so that is what we will be doing with Matt on December eighth at <laughs> seven p.m. <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, tune in for that. And we have some other things. Uh, Carney hasn't yeah. been on the show in a while, and Carney is always fun to do stuff with. So uh, I'm, 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 I gotta get with him and, and try to cook up something for the holidays. Um, yeah, because he's definitely due back on. He hasn't been with us. He's he's, he's, he's now becoming the co-host. I know he's now a, he's at guest status now. And well, well, if you I'm ask surprised. him, he'll say it's my fault because I changed the time of the show. But it's like I, my hands were tied. I, I felt bad. In full disclosure, we had Carney on last week, right? He didn't do your show. He did my show. I felt like <laughs> no. I know. I'm like, well, you should have met you. Like, uh, um, and you know what's funny? We don't have Carney on. We hadn't had Carney on for a floor show in three years, though. Um, in fairness, we, we, we do the, uh, the, we've been doing the pregame show with Carney for, uh, like eight or nine years, going back to Stogie Geeks. Carney's done it with us, right? And I brought it over. But, and then you guys, obviously, you, you do your thing on ga the game day shows, which are great. Yeah. For the Super Bowl. Um, but yeah, we, we actually hadn't had Carney on in a long time for, for a, a, a cigar show. So we actually, it was the first time in three years we had him on. So it's, uh. You know, we we've uh here's you know Matt you know here's what I say about this. I hear all these shows say we want to recreate what's in a cigar lounge. I will tell you that the 
the primetime show, the goal is to not create what's in a cigar lounge because everyone else is, or most other people are doing that. Yeah. Um, even when we do a banter type show, we try to just do it a little different. So, um, I, I, I think there's just a lot of those out there. So my fear is like, I'll see how KMA works, but there's a lot of those types of shows out there already too. Right. That, you know, and some, so I don't know how it's going to go, uh, but I think they got to give it a shot. True. I, I, I told you, I think you should give it a shot. I, um, I spent a lot of time listening and watching a lot of other shows. Anybody who knows me personally knows that there are, are like two shows that I, I listen to. One of them is a much newer. Uh, the other one I haven't listened to lately, but I've listened to it for years. Uh, and that's the Howard Stern show. And uh, your I mom in your mom's house, which is the Tom Segura and Christina P show. Um, those are like my two I, biggest shows that I watch outside of anything cigar related. I I was a uh, for a long time uh, Mike and the Mad Dog. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, Mike and the Mad Dog. Uh, WIP Morning Show in Philadelphia, which you know now you can watch these things nationally. Uh, and a lot of concepts I've taken have come from those two shows. Yeah. So like as, as I continue to watch you know, these other shows, I start to think about, well, like, you know, yeah. outside of the cigar stuff, you know, like what elements yeah. could I take from that and bring them to my show? And so I, I have some ideas and some things I want to do um, to, to kind of change it. Cause I, I still, you know, I want to continue to be different um, as much as I can. And you're right. Yeah. I think that the rotating of, of the guests is, is going to run its course. And so it, it, run, it runs its course. Um, and, and people can still have guests on, but it can't still be the same Q&A. Like, what's new? It's like having them come on and like, yeah, like this is so-and-so from so-and-so and like they have this new cigar we're going to smoke yeah. it. But then that's done. Now let's just do something completely out of the way that's different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we try – We try to, what our rule is we try to have um, a stakeholder usually is what we try to do too. So someone who's got financial investment in it who does know cigars or someone like a carny who's vested in, in, a, in a true national – like sales job, and, and you've heard me say a million times, there are national sales managers and there are national sales reps, and they're both called national sales managers. Carney's a national sales manager. There's a difference. But I get these other guys, that they're, they're they're called national sales manager, and they're the whole rep of the country. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, so, so we try to always, that's what we try to do. So it limits it a little more, even what we do because of that. I'll tell you that, like one That's of the good. surprise show. Yeah. By the way, for those who are following along at home, I'm sp- yeah. I'm drinking a uh, Blanton's Gold with uh, with uh, my cigar tonight on the show. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, were you the, gonna say uh, who? No. Um, what was I gonna say? Sorry, I cut you off with my own. No, that's all right. That's all right. It wasn't important enough. Um, no, it's you know we, we like I said we we've uh, you know a lot of times we you know when you're around longer you could probably also. There's guests you can still always tap into, so I wouldn't totally abandon it. Oh but no, we do we do switch it up occasionally, and we do other topics. So, uh, you know, Bear and I did the sampler show a few weeks ago, uh, which is a lot great, of great you know, show. I'll tell you what, that was we got thank you. It got really good numbers for us too. Uh, it was just uh, a topic we'd never really seen anyone tackle before. Uh, I think Cigar Authority, in fairness, might have tackled it. So I don't want to say we were the first. I think they probably tackled it a few years ago. <clears throat> I have a couple different kinds of pairing shows I want to do. Um, I have a wine show that I want to do with several people in the industry who are yeah. known who are known as wine drinkers. Um, 
I have uh, ideas about other things that are cigar related but are much different that I want to do. And I'm not going to share any of those now. I want to save those for, you know, when it's time to announce them. But, like, I just, my point being, like, I have some things I want to do. Um, yep. One of the things is I wanted to say, I really liked what you and Bear did on um, on Tuesday with the Power Ranking Show. And that was a last minute thing we did, too. I really liked that. And I and I had talked to you about that after, and I said, "Hey, yeah. I just I would just want to you know let you know I I, I like I don't want to steal your idea, but I'm kind of stealing your idea." And of course, you gave me your blessing. I'm gonna do something different though, so it's not really the same thing. Right. Um, I'm gonna be doing something that's a, like a three parter. And what I've decided to do is it's gonna be a written piece. It's gonna be three separate articles that I'm gonna release on the website. But then what I want to do is when they come out, I want to bring those to this show. And we can talk about it because you did um, the power ranking show with Bear the way you did yours. Mine's going to be similar, but it's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be broken down a little bit further. And so I want to I want to do that and have that right. So you guys can all read about that on Smoking Tobacco. We're still uh, we're still writing that and editing it and getting it already. But when they come out and it's out there, I want to take that and then maybe for like on one of the next spare notes. We can kind of do more of a show like yeah. that where you can kind of present your data and I'm going to present my data. And we're going to see how they kind of intermingle. Yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I think that'll be something really interesting. It, yep. it, it's it's along the same idea. If you didn't see Coop's Power Ranking yep. show, you should check that out. Um, it was but, scary how close Bear and I were on those lists. It was. It was very. Um, we had we had all the same top 11. Like our top 11 were identical. This different positions. So what I will tell you is when I started working on mine, I started to kind of get similar names, and I wasn't even trying to. And then Nicole pointed out, and I was like, you know what, you're right. But I was like, I told her, I'm like, <sighs> but it, it's kind of hard because like the way Coop did it was a little bit more specific, and those names are kind of like, you know, it makes sense. So we got the idea of kind of breaking it down even further. Um, and you'll see what I mean by that in the future. So it'll be yeah. exciting. I think you guys yeah. will find it interesting. It'll be it'll be further broken down, and uh, it'll uh, it'll make more sense. It'll make more sense. So so we are going to do another set of power rankings early next year. Um, Bear and I are still kind of putting it together, but it will be factory power rankings. Um, but those are a little. We think those are a little tougher to do, and we probably can only do those once a year. I think we're going to try to do the company ones twice a year, but the factory ones. I think it's a little, but we're thinking of doing that because we didn't really address that piece. But that's still to be determined. But that's what we've been bouncing around as a possibility. I like that idea. I think it's nice to do it maybe like twice a year. You do it at the beginning and you do it at the yeah. end. So you kind of see like coming into yeah. the new year, like who who's doing this, and then at the end of the year you do it again to see like yeah. well what's changed, or you know. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited. We we thought about persons, but this industry is too fickle. They can't handle it. So. Um, you know, like they'll get a little upset. So, I mean, we do like person of the year. We take so much crap for every year. It's unbelievable. The, the, the grief we take on the person of the year thing. Yeah. You did. You do a person. We do a last year. We did a man and a female. Um, yeah. Which I yeah, like that because it's different. Um, but we'll, we'll see how it works out in the long term. Yeah. I mean, we, 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 we have person. We, we were the first ones to do that one. And I'm going to, you know. We, that's okay. Great ideas get copied. Uh, I mean, so it's been copied since. But there was a there was another per, there was another media site that was doing person in a little different way around when we. So he was doing uh, like People Magazine has those ten most fascinating people of the year. This guy did ten fascinating cigar people every year. 
So that's, that's what he cool. Did. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. But he's no longer around. So, so was it? Do you know? It. Toasted Foot. Oh, I've heard, yeah, I've heard that name. Yep. John David's site. Uh, and he's just disappeared. No one knows what happened to John David. One of the really good guys in Cigar Media that came along. Skip, uh, stay John, safe. You... Lightning Storm. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't don't kill yourself. Yeah, don't kill yourself. <laughs> By the way, it was, it's the bottom of the 17th inning. This, this, yeah. I got, I got it up here on my other computer. Boy, if Houston doesn't win this, it's going to be tough on them. I'll tell you what. They either and, clinch uh, or... And, and the San Diego game's delayed. I don't know if it's delayed because they, they can't get a TV station, maybe. It might maybe be. What it, is it a rain delay? If anyone knows that the San Diego-LA game's a rain delay, let me know. Uh, but I wonder if... Cause you don't usually get rain delays in San Diego. But I bet it's getting rain... I bet I guess they don't have a TV network for it. Interesting point on the um, on the baseball thing. So you yeah. you see them go bottom seventy. So you're, you're talking almost eighteen innings now. You you've played almost two games, um, in a, in the in the playoffs, early in the playoffs. Are you burning out your bullpen? Is it worth it? Well, actually, I got a message from someone saying that the Seattle was down to their last pitcher. So you have to ask yourself. Gonna... I guess it's, it's situation to situation. In this situation, Astros up two nothing. Uh oh. And there it is, end of the 17th. We're going to 18. Um, is it worth it? Well, I think if you're Houston, you want to close this series out. You know, I think you want to just put – you got them down 2 nothing. You just want to put this – you'll get a couple of days off. Seattle's going to have it much tougher. But at the same time, you know, they'll have momentum going into game four if they win. Very true. It's so you know, the Phillies, we all knew if we didn't win this game today, we would have to go back to Atlanta, and they would have the momentum. And, you know, so we the idea was we had to close that out at home. Absolutely. Uh, like, Houston has to stay another day in Seattle if that happens. It'll be interesting to see the shakes out. What's the, uh, what's the Yankees right now? Well, unfortunately, it's 5-3 to three, Yankees over the Guardians in uh, seventh inning. And who leads that series? Uh, tie. It's tied. Yeah, boy, and I'll tell you what. I would not want to be the Yankees going down 2-1. It's going to get ugly in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Yankees had a, the Yankees had a big break. The Mets choked. Uh, Alex said that oh. L.A. San Diego is on just started. Okay. So, so yeah. So, yeah. The, uh, Finally. The, yeah, but New York's famous for having one one coach or one team in the crosshairs of the media. And the problem they have right now is the Giants and Jets are playing good. Uh, the uh, Rangers, it's, it's hockey season just starting. Basketball season is about to start. So everything's going to be on the Yankees right now. Every, they're going to be micro under the microscope. Uh, and, uh, you know, once this, Mets, uh, once this Mets thing lies off. Got a lot of baseball left to play. Yeah. Also, there's some concern over Tom Brady. He's publicly uh, been open about, you know, the the mental struggle of the divorce situation has been weighing on uh, him. You know, and then I heard that uh, I guess he mispracticed today or yesterday. Uh, you know, you don't you – know, guy don't you feel for – I mean, look, I don't – guy kid or okay aside, you feel bad in cases like that. Yeah, you don't uh, – yeah, it's kids and stuff like that. So, 
you know, certain things, you know, it's certainly you don't wish bad things on anybody with that. You know, you just hope it's, it's kids are going to do okay and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I kind of funny is I asked Carney about look, whose side is he on. He took Giselle's side on this one. Hmm. I think yeah, I think surprising. most people are. I can see it. I mean, I I, just, I I'm on to Brady's side. Why is that? Because he's 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 earning a living. Okay. I mean, the guy the guy went, but and, and you know the guy's earning a living. And this, I mean, he's a historic figure in this sport. He's doing things that maybe no other person can do at his age. Um. He probably should have managed that better. You know, he should not have retired to begin with, and that, and coming back was worse. So, um, but he's doing historic thing. I mean, it's, it's he's not gonna have many more years. He can do this. I mean, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, but I don't know. Who knows what's going on? In the, like that may be a smokescreen for other problems. You know what I mean? So that's why I don't want to. You know, and even John said that the other night too. It's true. Yeah, you don't know yeah. what's going on. So, I don't know. I saw that. I saw that he missed practice, and the few days before that, it was like Tom Brady has admitted, you know, he has some mental health struggles, and it's it is sad to see. And then you start to wonder, like, well, you know, do we, do we see? Is this is this like a stumbling end for him? Because you know, this becomes the personal. Oh, that's why I say I hope that's not the way it ends for him. You know, what I mean, mm. that's that's not how it's, you know. I I want it to end like it ended for Brett Favre throwing that interception. You know, that's how I want it to end. You know. I don't want it to end over something—a a marriage breakup or your kids getting scarred and something like that. That's not how you want that to end. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good for anybody. No. Anyway, we'll have to uh, have to see how the rest of the NFL season unfolds. That's the other thing too. Once baseball is over, we'll have football, and then football will be over, and then there'll just be uh, basketball and hockey. You know, you know what was interesting today, though. The Flyers were down two to one, and they put on the Phillies game in the arena. And they came back the Flyers and won three to two. Oop, oop. Astros got one. Pena home run. Uh oh. Boom. Dusty Baker, baby. I I'm a big Dusty fan. I love Dusty Baker. I want him to get a I you know, I'd love to see him get a World Series. This has turned into the uh this is turning into the baseball show. Yeah. By the way, I gotta make a comment on the on this uh on this black and dem eighty one. Okay. Yeah. This go ahead. Is the, I guess I think this is the Corona Doughboy size I'm smoking. This yeah. is the best size I've had of it, right? Yeah. And I don't know if it's got a little more age on it, but this is uh this is the best freestyle live cigar I've smoked. Like like all the freestyle live cigars, I've been very transparent. They really haven't. They've underwhelmed me. This one I'm really enjoying. So I think this may be getting a little age on it, but I think this is a nice size they did with it too. Do you think that Drew Estate will just continue to release all their new stuff through the Freestyle Live program? Major, major stuff. I think new brands they'll do. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, they uh, – but I, I don't see them continuing to do two brands a year. That's a lot. So I can maybe see it cutting down to one brand a year. Oh, so. by the way, that reminds me. Last time we were on was October like 4th or something like that. Two weeks ago. Yep. Yeah, so – we haven't met since the announcement of the Quality Importers Global NFT. Yep, yeah, we haven't. That was last week it happened. I forgot about that, and you know what? I want to talk about that. So, look, I know the NFT thing in the cigar industry has been kind of a big topic. Um, and then judging by this, it's not the same as what LFD did, and it's not the same as what Abe's doing with Tatuaje 
um, with the anarchy and all that. This is not an actual NFT, if I remember correctly. You're not buying. You don't have to buy an NFT with this one. Right. You're buying the artwork of the NFT that's on their They're, accessories. They, yeah. Basically, they licensed NFT artwork. Okay. So they got and it, like, and I was talking about this with Abel this morning. I guess this idea of designing NFT digital art is a is a is a craft. I mean, it's it's something that is uh you know, I guess now sought after, right? So they got some NFT artists to do some designs, and they're they're plugging it into the Swag Bunker, which is the in-house customization facility where they can customize quality importers' products. And uh, you know, I think uh, obviously NFT's got a buzz. This is, I think it was a great idea. Uh. But it's not. You don't have to bid. You know. You know. There's no investments here. You know. Do you is, think this do is you, Do you think that for the average consumer, this is still going to be something that they're interested in, because more people can get their hands on it? Or do you think that more people are interested in like, like the LFD and the and the and the smoke in thing, where it's like, well, I want the cigar that like no one can have. I think there's probably more interest in buzz in terms of what LFD is doing but I think for the con for the consumer for the consumer this is something where I think if people buy it they're gonna buy it because they like the artwork okay and I don't I think it's gonna be secondary if it's NFT or not okay yeah Jay said NFT boring QI boring QI still showing no support or real love for their retailers uh, they need to get off Amazon and get sales reps out of their houses if they are really serious about working with brick and mortar. Um, you know, and that uh, you heard it from Jay, who's a retailer. Um, you know, that's that's Jay always has an axe to grind too. You have a axe to grind. Jay always brings an axe to grind. I guess we'll call that one out uh, with Jay. Um, you know, it, it, look, I, I I think quality importers is going through some changes right now. I think they're doing some interesting things. I think um, they're going through some good changes right now. I, I think agree. they just got to give it a little time. And I, I, hopefully they address Jay's concerns, yeah. Yeah, so, I, if, you know, if, if Jay as a retailer is reporting that, you know, uh, that's one thing. I, I, But what my response to that would be, I, from what I've seen, you know, they brought in Joe, they brought in Michael Giannini. I think that they're doing some things. They're moving in the right direction. Um It'll be interesting to see what it's like in the next year or two for quality importers. I think you're going to see some some real turnaround, or maybe not turnaround is maybe the best term, but I think you're going to see some a much different direction with them. Uh, I think you're going to see some of their brands really blow up because you, I think Joe and uh, Joe and Michael and everyone else, but I, I think with Joe with with the marketing and the in the in the media piece, I think that he'll really be able to help get momentum behind. Um, you know, like the Zycar brand and stuff like that. I think it's going to be good for them. You know, we, we've already seen, you know, right out of the gate, you know, he, he's already started with social media trying to rally the consumer base behind the brands together. And I think that's what a brand like that needs. It, um, they, yeah, and they need that, and they need to address the retail channel, I think, as Jay said. Uh, but, the, 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 you know, Jay's right on. I think, you know, you definitely want to have more more of your BMN engagement on that, too. Um, you know, making sure your purveyors are carrying this stuff, you know. Yeah. I mean, so when it comes to accessories, Coop, as a whole, like all the brands, whether it's, you know, DuPont, Nelly Blue, or it's, you know, Quality Importers, and Zycar, Lotus, um, Calibri, you know, are any of the accessory brands, like, I feel like every shop I go into, it, it's, 
it's like something that retailers carry because they feel they have to, but it's never really focused. It's not there's not a lot of care put Do you think it falls on the retailers or do you think it falls on those brands? I think it falls a little more on the brands. Um I just think a lot of times they just they don't look at doing um because I think the I've seen a lot of retailers who carry these products and they they do a great job at displaying them. Um and I you know I went in and bought I have this other lighter here. This Rocky Patel lighter. And I got it from Tinderbox in Charlotte. And they had a great Rocky Patel accessories uh, area. And, you know, th- someone actually took the time to go through that. So I think there are retailers that do the job. But I, I just think in general, a lot of times it's just been this uh, drop it off and go kind of deal. Uh, where there hasn't been a lot of uh, engagement with the consumers through events or anything like that. So that's why I think what Quality Importers is doing is so strategic. And I think it's just the beginning. So I think you can't expect them to turn this around overnight. Oh, yeah. But, like, like anything, I mean, it takes time. I mean, let me be honest. Like, most of the retail companies, you, if you ask them for press release information, they'll give that to you. But it's like there's not much more than that, right? Yeah. Um, and it's just not that there's, there's something just missing than printing a press release. And I think that's what quality but I think that they're starting to do this right now with Mike and Joe, um, which are two great guys um, who I know could do this. You know, look at DuPont, right? You know, they switched the distribution to Coles of London. Less Man's back at the helm with S.T. DuPont. Less Man's done a great job with them in the past. Less um, a great guy. You know Less, yeah. Yeah. I think that they're another one where I think you give them some time. And I think, you know, I mean, DuPont and Zycar and Quality Import, I mean, it, it, it's a little different. But in that same realm of the accessories piece, um, I think those are two big companies that have both made some, some staff changes. You know, obviously DuPont's distribution changed. Um, I, I think that's another one where you're going to see a little bit more organization um, with that brand too. I think that that's another one. I go into shops and like they'll have like a couple of line twos and maybe a couple of maxi jets and like that's it. But honestly, I mean, I think with the right people, you know, you'll see a lot more of that stuff moving. And I think it's it, it's not just about like what some of it costs. It's just, you know, it's just... It's the way they push it, right, and the way they enforce it, the way they educate the retailers yeah. and the availability of products to the retailers and then giving the retailers the tools to sell those products. I think those are two on the accessory side. I think those are two companies that you're going to see major changes happen with uh, in the long term. Yeah. LA Blue is really ramping it up. You know, they got a lot of stuff that they're doing and that they're getting more popular. You know, you got Manny Ariarte stuff, Opus X Society. I think that's yep. that's a real special LA Blue thing. stepped up their game this year, too, dealing with media. They did. So they did a better job. Yeah, they, they did. They have a new company doing their distribution here, and I think that helped out a lot. Now, the only other one that comes to mind that kind of feels like it's beginning to get forgotten, at least in terms of their actual accessories, not because of the cigars they release and because yeah. of what those cigars are, um, Prometheus. But I, I don't know. I've always looked at them as kind of a, of a niche segment. Would you put Open Sex Society in the niche segment? Yeah. Do you think because not a lot of people can buy that stuff, right? But do you think that Opus X Society will become bigger and better than what Prometheus is? Prometheus had a lot of years in this, but not 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 quickly. But they may become a more higher end one. I'm thinking. I think so too. Yeah. I mean, Prometheus has had some nice stuff, but like I'll be honest, with you, I have some of their like lighters and their cutters, and like. At first, it looks really nice, 
But you right. get your hands on some of their lighters. I've had I've had some issues. Yeah. It just I, for, I, for I what they are, I feel like the the yeah. quality should be better. Yeah. It's been a little disappointing. I mean, um, I ain't gonna lie. I use a lot of QI products. I mean, um, I have a I have a Dupont lighter. I have one Dupont lighter. Um, uh, I have a couple Calibri products, but I, I tend to use a lot of QI products. I'm pretty much either um, QI, Dupont, and of course, Cigar Blondie. Cigar Blondie. Yep. Cigar Blondie too. Um, you know, yep. that's another one. I think, I think the Cigar Blondie. It, it's very small. It's very new. But I think with the the way that it gets marketed, it could turn. I love into this something. cutter. This is a really nice cutter they did. I mean, you have control of it. It cuts clean. It's easy to clean the blades on this thing too. Uh, one Cole thing I'll say about you know, it's the white Yeah, set. you know, one thing I'll say about the about the Zycar cutters, they are a pain to cut clean the blades because the, the you know the, the XI two great cutter, but you have to really clean those blades. I use the uh, XO, and I'll be honest with you. Um, I like this cutter. It's a it's a sixty ring cutter. Um, it's comfortable in the hand. Um, but I do notice that it's it doesn't always cut clean, and and you know, and, and I know how to cut real properly. I mean, I I, I smoke a lot of cigars. You know what I mean? And it's yep. I feel like there's a lot of times when it's just you get it lined up, you get it held right, you're doing the right thing, and it, it just it, it causes yep. more damage sometimes, and it's disappointing. Um, not always, but frequently enough that it's it's yep. memorable oh yep. hector j alfonso is with us hector yep. hello hector hector is with us i wish there he was here go. i wish he was here earlier for the discussion but no he knows about i'll, I'll say it you know i talked i talked a little about habano man too much habano he knows it i said it to him yep. we talked about the uh the cage the dog release and coop said he wasn't wowed by it because of the habano Maybe Hector can give us his input on that now that he's but, here watching but, the but show. Also say, but I'll also say something else. Hector also knows I'm not wowed by shop exclusives anymore, period. So, I mean, it's just I'm sick of them. So um, I'm much more interested in national releases. Jay Davis, I'm a Platinum Nova account, and I didn't even know about their Blondie accessories until you guys started working with them. Same people. It's not a Platinum Nova thing. It is a completely separate yeah. entity that is owned by Leo, who is the CEO of Nova. But I, it is I think, a separate yeah, entity. It's a separate entity, yeah. So it's if you're a Nova account, that doesn't always mean But she had this a display at the Nova booth. They were on display at the Nova booth. She year. did. She did. And I think because she was there, um, and she had the space. because um, it, it's a new line. It's real small, it's real new, yeah. it just came out. But um yeah. but it, it's not part of Nova. Yeah. Yeah. It's still separate. And I'm not sure how she's yeah. handling that, but yeah. um You'd have to yep. ask her for more. I'm not sure how she's actually doing that part of yep. it. So. Yep. And what do I use to clean blades? I use uh, alcohol. The alcohol preps I use. I do too. Yep. I clean all yep. my accessories yep. with alcohol. Even like, you know. Yeah, and it also it also kind of de, you know, contaminates them too, so. Uh and I have a, I have do you have a you have a sloppy cutter? Yeah. I, can, I yeah. Yeah, just... everyone so I have a sloppy cutter where, you know, I just so, will sometimes adjust the cut and stuff to, on something I'm smoking and I don't give that to anybody. So I try to keep that very clean as well. Yeah, I uh, I agree. It, it's nice yeah. to have one. Um, the, yeah. the the wet mouth, the wet cigar cutter. That's yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah, we all we all we all have them. Um, you just don't give them out, and you know. But even I like clean this one. Um, I don't give it out. So, and it's not my cigar blondie one either. So, um, 
Jay said, I clean my accessories with goat's blood and sage. Well, not all of us can be as uh, holistic as you, Jay. Uh, I have a bunch of... Do you do a sacrifice when you do that, too? I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, I have about 50 Zippo cut, uh, lighters sitting in my that I got from my dad when he passed away. Yeah. Uh, he had a collection. I got to replace all the inserts. Like, well, I don't have to put I'm just going to use them with the inserts. I just haven't done them yet. But he's got some nice designs of them. Uh, we had a nice glass case, but it broke in transport back to New York. From New York, so I got to get a new Zippo case for that. You know, the Zippo inserts are not bad. I, I have one. They just don't always fit. They don't always fit the problem. Yeah, I, the one I – so I only have one – I have one Zippo I have. It's 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 a Shadow Army one that I got through Matt, and um, I I have it in that, and it works pretty good, but I don't really use the Zippos a lot. It's just not really uh, – it's just not really my thing. Um, no, but, but the they, inserts are not bad if you get them to fit. Yeah, the problem is they don't always fit, and that's part – now Zippo I think makes one now. I think yeah, they, they do, one. and then there's third-party ones. Yeah, by the size of it. but some of the Zippos are not all created the same size. No, I, I can tell you that straight hand because I've I've used I've taken a Zippo out from uh, insert from one, put it in the other. So that, some of them are bigger than others, some of the, and some are older. Like some of the older designs, like I know I'll just never be able to put an insert in them. And then they don't shut is the problem. One to nothing, bottom of the eighteenth. Well, all right, Seattle. It's now or never. Well, we got a couple of thank yous to give out tonight if they lose. Uh, so it's, um, Mitchell, the Zippos don't hold enough fuel, I find. They I, don't. They, they're very, that's the other problem with them. Yeah, it's a very small yeah. tank. Yeah, it's a very small tank. And it's a, it's a yep. two, and it, I believe it's a two jet that points they have, towards they, the they middle. Have sing, they have two. They have, a, there's also single ones out there. Oh, but there I think is the Zippo one he's saying, I think the Zippo one he's saying is a two jet. Yeah, I think that's the one. I think mine's a Zippo then, because I have a two jet. The one... I only have one, I think, and it's a two jet, if I remember correctly. Yeah, which is interesting. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you don't want to use. And that's the other thing. You don't want to use the actual Zippo insert with the Ronsonol, the lighter fluid. That's for cigarettes. My dad had this for cigarettes. Is what he had them for. Yeah, you don't want to light a cigar with that. Yeah. Uh, that that lighter fluid. It, you'll taste it, and it'll ruin. It'll ruin a cigar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't. I've, I've actually tried it. Don't try it. I tried it yeah. like years back, like me too. In the very early days of my cigar smoking, like years and years ago, I had a Zippo. I filled it. I was all excited. I'm like, this is cool, and I like lit a cigar with it. And I just remember that taste in my mouth was disgusting. Yep. I yep. Was like, you don't want it. You and then someone told it. me like, yeah, you don't like those with those. And I was like, I didn't know. But well, I knew. I was told not to, and I did it anyway. Uh, and it was a mistake. Jay Davis, my favorite accessories are the Opus X Society, but I'm a Fuente whore, and they are pricey. They need a V-cut. Well, no. <laughs> you don't like V-cuts, Coop? I don't like V-cuts. I'm not a V-cutter. I don't have anything against it. It's just not my style. Um, but I feel like you have – I feel like you are, like, anti-V-cut. I don't see any benefit in them. I, I don't see any – I haven't seen anything it does for me. If people like them, and that's great. I'm not even comfortable smoking it in my mouth. Why? It just feels uncomfortable. With the slot in there? Yep. Have you like tried it. crown cutting it so it's not as... Yeah, and it's still like, again, again, I'll just go back. I'd rather have a straight cut. What about a punch? No. 
You don't like the punch cut either. Are, avoid punch. Um, punch is like if you absolutely need a cut uh, because you get a lot of those um, stuff builds up under the wrapper there. It's not good. Uh, so I, I try to – I'll use a punch if I have to. Like I have one on a keychain and then I'll use it that way. From from what I understand, a lot of a lot of the guys down in the factories they don't even use cutters. They just they did Jose, yeah. It was, you know, he just you know, bites it and yeah, just bite the top off, or like they'll dig yeah. their nail and they'll just rip it open. Yep, yep. You know, one of the things I found. So like when it comes to like LFD, everyone knows about the chisels. And uh, everyone knows, like, oh, you don't have to cut them. You can just, you know, pinch them and crack them. I'll be honest, and I've told John this, like, I don't like it. I still prefer to cut the end of the chisel off. I just feel I like too. it doesn't. I'll cut a very, yeah. It just doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I think it gets too hot. It, yeah. I agree with you on that. So, I don't know. You that's, can't that's, be called Lancero guys, so like you Lancero guys. What if you were stranded on a desert island mm -hmm. and you had an unlimited supply of Lanceros that you could smoke for the rest of your life? Yeah, I'd you, do it. And you only had a V cut. I'd have to do it, yeah. And it's not my first <laughs> choice. It's not my first choice. And it's a final. So you congratulations to Dusty Baker and the Houston Astros. And uh, we'd like to thank the Seattle Seahawks for their participation this year. You know, we'll, we'll have a formal post-up announced later on. And great job by Dusty Baker, by the way, this year. What a, what a manager. Come on, do the whole thing. Let's go. I called you. Well, I got to come up with I don't have one yet. I haven't come up with one yet. Oh, okay. I haven't even come up with one for the Braves yet. Because I, I really feel I go, I, the Braves are kind of like a local team around here. Yeah. Uh, and they were really great world champion, good representation of it. Um, and, you know. They just, they should have beat us, you know. They they had more talent than us, so. Um, but it's good to see. You know, I didn't like the fact we tomahawk chopped them in in, in, in Citizens Bank Park. <laughs> That's that thing. Let them have. We have our own thing. We're Red October. I love how you said that, but then you laughed about it, like you really didn't. Oh, uh, it's kind of funny, but I, mean, it's like, <laughs> I didn't think it was a big deal. But I didn't think we needed to do it either. So. Uh, oh Jesus. But 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 uh. Good season by Seattle, though. Uh, they had a great season this year. Um, I picked them to win the division, actually, this year. So I was wrong on that. So, so far, we got uh, Astros in the ALCS, Phillies in the NLCS, and the other two series have yet to wrap. So we'll have to see. I believe the Yankees are pretty close to pulling, but that's not over. Um, that's the, that game's not over by any means. Top of the eighth, um, five to three. They still got to win one to more. They gotta win one more in Cleveland. Uh, that could go five games. So I, I think that yeah. one could go five games. Yeah. Now, yeah, you know the Yankees had, had Yankees lost to Cleveland in '97, and I think they've beaten them every time since. So we've definitely have uh, seen you know a lot of Yankee dominance from from uh, you know over Cleveland in recent years. It's kind of like when the Yankees play the Twins. It's like a bye. Well, I will say. Um... If that's if that series goes five games, it's good for that Houston team that just had to play eighteen innings. Well, they need it. Yeah, this is good news. And the fact that they, you know, it's going four games to begin with. Uh, you know that 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 series is good for them. They get a little break. They they'll come home. They'll get to play that game home. Uh, you know the Phillies played thirteen straight, fourteen straight games on the road for seventeen days. So I mean the Phillies really and they you know they were on the road for a long time. 
Yeah. At least they can go. By the way, didn't even notice Aaron Judge has done nothing in the playoffs this year. He got booed by the Yankees fans in Yankee Stadium. He had a home run today. He had a home run today, so we shouldn't say it. He had a home run today, but. Uh, yeah, but. You gotta that's get it. this guy. Yeah, come on. This guy, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I'm not the biggest Aaron Judge guy, but come on. Don't boo the guy. He had a great season. I will say, I think Judge is a good player. I think he's a good guy. Um, he's not A-Rod. He's not a douchebag. Um, so there's that. But I've been reading a lot lately that the uh, the headlines on Aaron Judge are a pot of gold awaits Aaron Judge this this offseason. Do you think that's true? As well true? it should. And I hope the Yankees pay a lot of money to him. I mean, I hope the Yankees pay through the nose for him this year. There will be nothing better. Or do you think someone steals him away? No. I think they, 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 if the Steinbrenners want him back, they will get him back. They'll give him they whatever he wants. Him, they will give him what he wants. Uh, the Yankees usually don't get outbid uh, when they want a guy. If they don't want the guy, that's another story. I think they want the guy. Do you think that he could break Mike Trout's contract? Yes. As Mike Trout you know, was 12 years, $450 million? Yeah. And look at the Phillies when they did it like 13 years for like 300 million. They got a bargain with Bryce Harper. I mean, they. I, I said that when that contract was signed with Bryce Harper, I said the Phillies are gonna have a bargain with this guy in a few years. You watch, and and it's been a it's now now it looks like a brilliant contract they did. You know, as long as he stays healthy, you know, for the most part. Uh, but yeah, I think it could. I think it's gonna break. I mean, look, if this is this is still New York, it's still New York as still New York. Um, I I don't buy this. He'll go to Cal. I mean, if he goes to California, they're gonna have to compensate him for the tax living out there. So. But New York tax ain't cheap either, so. No. They're two expensive states. Yeah. Either well, way. I hope the Yankees pay $500 million for this guy. I hope they do. It would be great. But we strapped financially. Jay Davis. Uh, so th those in the chat, the, the talk about the Lanceros continues. Nicole said uh, the 724 Lancero is actually pretty good. That's actually a very good Lancero. Jay said, a lot of bad Lanceros on the market. Fuente, my father, Atabe, Saka, LFD, and Espinosa make consistent Lanceros that perform well. Not Atabe. Well, it performs well. I just didn't like it. The funny thing is, I talk, when we were talking to Dave that in the Tesla that day, Dave wasn't a big fan of that cigar. He thought the Atabe was better in the bigger size. Wait, say that one more time. Sorry, I was reading Dave, the comment. When we when we were in the Tesla with Dave, yeah, we were talking about Atabay. You yeah. might have been on the phone. I don't remember, but but and I asked him. I said, "Well, what do you think of the Atabay Lancero?" And he says, "I like the other size. The bigger size is better." I said, "I agree. I think that smokes better in the bigger sizes." But me and him both agree. There are people who really love that Lancero. So you know, who are we? Because it, it's not like nobody likes it. People really do like that Lancero. I do. Nicole does. It's a great I, I, I just, I go for the Brujos every time. That's a good that. size. It's a great size, yeah. But I didn't like the Spiritus uh, as much. But but the Brujos is my size. You know what? You know what I would be interested to see in the Atabay blend, a Lonsdale. They got almost every friggin' size in there already. But it would be but, interesting to see if the Lonsdale, how that performs. A little bit thicker, a little shorter. They don't have one. I know they don't have one. If you're looking, no, they don't. They don't. Most of the most of the Atabays are 50 ring gauge and above. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a fascinating line, and it's, there's little nuances in terms of length and uh, ring gauge, and they smoke different because of leaf placement. 
you know the one the one I the other one I didn't like was the was the tube one the Sabios because I felt it took too much cedar out of the tube. But uh, yeah, they don't have uh, the Spiritus is is kind of a pseudo Lancero. Anyway, it's not a true Lancero, but yeah, they don't have anything. Uh, they only have two ring gauges under fifty. They need a Corona Gorder in that one too. A you know, five and five eighths by forty six would be really good in that. And you know what's interesting in the Alfonso line, they came out with five or six sizes, and one of them is an A. Yeah, which was interesting yeah. to see. That's yeah. a very special I, size. I, yeah, although I thought that little petite robusto, the one that Barry gave the hundred and two score to, was really good. I thought it was the best size I've had. You talking about the really little one? The real, the one that Dave gave us. I was blown away how good that's. That's the one Barry gave the 102 to. I thought it was a bigger size. Uh, I'll let me double check it. I'll pull up the review and see. Uh, <coughs> he no, you're you're right. Uh, I'm uh, I'm wrong. You were right. No, yeah. He gave it to the number three, which is um, the the six by fifty four. I thought it was the, the mini one he gave it to. Jay mentioned uh, no. Mike Mike said Don Carlos Lancero. Those are great. not. Those are great, but they're <laughs> not regular production, right? Those are special, yeah. But like, I, I don't think like they're on. I don't even think they allocate them. I think those are like a factory only thing. It's like one of those um, that you can only Jay get. Would from know him. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna default to Jay on that one. Yeah, Jay. <laughs> correct Correct me if I'm wrong, but on the Don Carlos Lancero, in fact, most of the Outside of Opus, I think the Opus Lanceros go out, but I think like Don Carlos and some of those other ones, I think those are like, I don't think those are publicly released. I feel like that's a special so, release from them. Like so, you, you gotta get it from them. So when I was with, I think I told you the story off the air, but I'll tell it on the air. Sure. When I was with Carlito in the Dominican back in February, we were at his a restaurant he likes, and Carlito took cigars because Carlito could smoke in this restaurant, and that's a whole other story. Oh, I know this uh, story. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they had some bundles of cigars that they took, you know, out of the factory for us to smoke. And Carlito had a uh, a bundle of the uh, the Opus X 20th Lancero, which I don't think is something they've released. So Jose goes to Carlito, hey, you got to give Coop one of those Lanceros. And Carlito looks at me and goes, Coop, I love you like a brother. He goes, he goes, but I know you don't like Lanceros. And he goes, it would break my heart to see that Lancero half smoked. He's like, you know, he goes, you know, I love you. He goes, I'm not trying to be, you know, you can have whatever you want. He goes, if you want it, he goes, like, it would, you could just understand it would break my heart. So I said, Carlito, let me, let me smoke it, right? I promise I'll smoke it. It was really good, actually. Uh, so and I did smoke it down to the end, so. As you should. Yeah. Because it's a great cigar. Yeah, but I understand what Carlito was coming from with that, you know. I and I, I respect, you know, I wasn't offended or anything. It was like, okay, you know, it's fair. Uh, and uh, but he was, I know you don't like Lanceros. Well, that's what happens, you know. You you create a reputation for yourself, and you almost miss out on good stuff. Um. Yeah. I mean, that happens. It happens. Uh, don't shoot but, yourself but, in you the know, foot. But it was good. But I gave a Lancero number one cigar to you in 2016. So, remind me which one that was. The Crux to Connoisseur, number two. Oh, yeah, and, that's right. And my number two cigar of the year was a Lancero that year. That was the uh, Aladino Elegante. So Lanceros have, have gotten coupe ratings before. It's got, they've gotten, you know, I, I do like them, but I'm particular about my Lanceros. You know, I don't know why, but this just piqued my memory. 
Um, when it, so we're, I don't want to get deep into this topic. It's kind of specifically to just this one brand, but well, two, same factory. Um, so cigar of the year, right? Um, every, we all do our own, but obviously everyone always gets attracted to the aficionado list. Who? Uh, yeah, I know. But no, I, I was just—I <laughs> wanted to ask you this question. My father, I know Libis, you got it, but did they get multiple, or is that the only yeah. one they've gotten? No, they—they got—they uh, got number one with Forty Ounce in 2012. Mm, that's what it was. And then they got in 15 with the, uh, with the um, Libis, you Libis, you. They got the wrong sizes, by the way, right? With those, but that's another story. Because uh, they, I think they picked the Toro and the Florida Centias, and the Robusto was much better. And then with the, uh, they picked the box press torpedo with Levy Hugh, and the Petite Robusto is better. So now, have you given my father a cigar of the year? No. I think they've gotten a five or a six is the highest I've gotten with them. What about Tatuaje? They've had a couple of twos. And threes. They've had some twos and threes. I'm going to say this. There's a Tatawahe that's in serious contention for a very high spot this year. Maybe number one, or definitely not number one, but very high. Uh, shot at number one. Shot at number shot one. At num- shot at number one. I'd say it's an outside shot, though. I think I know which one it is, too. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, ba- it's an based outside on your shot. ratings. It's based on the ratings. It's based on the, ra- it's based on the ratings, but yeah. Because I, uh, I know the cigar and I know the rating, but uh, has it been released yet? Yes. Was it the was it, it the T one ten broadleaf? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. That's seriously. But I'm not. But it, that cigar has done incredible things. Do you yeah. think? Now on the, all the names, right? And this not just aficionado. Obviously, that's one. But out of all the brands that haven't gotten a number one, who do you think's the most due? Rocky. You think Rocky's due? Rockies do. Rocky would be first. Uh, I would say AJ and Ashton are the other two. But I'm telling you, this year, I'm telling you, if you look at the analytics, the Cubans dominated this year in aficionado. Dominated the ratings. Uh, it's gonna be very. They had a couple of 95 and 96s this year in, for Cubans. Do you think? So, it, do you think these, this is a Cuban year? It's. I would say. Very possible. Hmm. Very possible. Um, I was shocked to see some of the, the ratings that I saw this year for some of the Cubans. Jay says Tatuaje is more due than Rocky in his opinion. You know, I, you know, I was including Tatuaje in that. I, I figured that was a follow-on to Tatuaje. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't see a Tatuaje that's in contention this year, though, for them. I don't. I don't. I, love Rocky. Yeah. I feel like Rocky had a good shot last year with 60... White well, sixty. To, I think sixty is in play for this year for it. Oh, it's in play for this year. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, sixty. It's interesting. It didn't score as well as it would have scored maybe when it first came out. I didn't think it aged well. Hmm. Uh, so Ro- Rocky had a big year last year. This year, it's um, been quiet this I still year. Have a couple. Of, I have a couple of Rocky reviews coming out still. So, um, which I have. I'm like I'm in a heavy review cycle. And the reviews, the cutoff for the review publication is the end of the month. So they have to come out before the trade show, obviously. But the reviews are 
until the end of the month. Once the reviews come out at the end of the month, uh, you have to wait till next year. Oh, so actually, you know what? Lot. Which you know what reminds me. So we've actually made a change to our deadline for cigar of the year. We actually pushed out a little bit more, and we pushed it out to uh, October from the trade show. Yes. Okay. It's not so you're not going to have this like this. The thing that irks me about these lists is the cigars are released December first, and and the list comes out December twentieth, and it's on the list. That, those are the ones that drive me crazy. So, um, I was talking with the team, um, and Mitchell is part of the team now too. Uh, he actually just left, but we were we were talking and. Um, we we kind of were looking at it we're like you know I, I think it would be better to push it out to October. It's it's later in the year where more stuff can be in contention, but it also it's a still a good spot to cut off where that end of the year stuff still can't just jump in, like we've seen. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you on that. I would definitely agree with you on that. Um, at least it's got a couple of months, but you well hopefully you're resmoking those things late in the year. Yeah, is what I would just. Yeah. Um. That that would be part of it, but I just because I know I've been on record of saying that, but we've actually decided recently to change that. So it's now going to be like end of October is the cutoff, and then anything after that, no, it's the year after. Yeah. So that's actually going to be our our new cutoff date. So it'll be interesting to see kind of how that shapes up the list for this year. Um, there's a there's a there's a lot of cigars that we've been starting to look at and put together on our list, and um, you know, we, we are creeping towards that time. Um, yeah, I mean, November is a big month for me uh, when I start really uh, curating the list. Um, so, yeah, that's when I start going to a lot of re-smokes and stuff. Uh, I can tell you, you know, if you look at the data, there's some big companies that are going to miss the list this year. So, um, Who's going to miss the list this year for you that's big? Um, I think Davidoff may miss the list this year. Um, Anyone else? Sure. Um, AJ, but he didn't have anything new. EP Carolla, I think, is going to miss it this year. About anything from Altus? Altus will make it. Altus will make Altus it. Is gonna, Altus has a strong year this year. At least we have two strong cigars on the list, I think. Okay. So Altus, uh, General will probably miss it. Um, Drew State? No, they'll make it. They'll make it. They have some. They have something on there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, I mean, the I I did another Underground Ten review this year, in a different size, and that's eligible. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so they'll make it. Um, the reason why I hesitate is that I may get one more dab at our smoking before the end of the year. So it's just something to see how this, my smoke schedule goes because I have to take a couple of days off times to smoke as well. And there's still reviews that are not written. There's like 15 days. So I'm going to see what I, I, I just don't want to, you know, plow through a whole bunch of cigars. I have to rest the palate sometimes. So, uh, yeah, and then I had true. the oral surgery, which, which did. I did take like two weeks off smoking, uh, but I decided not to extend the deadline. I had enough re reviews in the queue where I didn't need to do that. So, uh, the good news is you'll make it, yeah, but nothing from like every year I get, well, is my, no, you released it after the trade show. We say it every year. What's uh, the, uh, sorry, I was looking to see, did the Yankees win that one? Um, is it I, over? You know, I don't know. Did the Yan 
I you know, much as I don't like paying attention to the Yankees, um uh, let's see. Uh no, Mid-9. it's not at least I'm at least I'm no Cleveland's still got a bat at least. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's almost over. We'll see what happens. You know, you know, there's something I love though about having late afternoon baseball. Um and uh Something about like uh, the sun going down and watching that game, and it's, you know it's just great. I mean, I'm gonna have to take more days if there's day games again in the NLCS. I'm gonna have to take some time. I took some days off this week to watch the game, so uh, I took two. Well, Fridays I didn't really have to take off, but I took off earlier in the week. So it gets easier as it goes on, less games. But there is something about that four o'clock start. I love. I love that starting this time of the year. You get that. I mean, I have the bay door open here, and I watch the sun go down, and I have the TV over here, so it's it's great. I think uh, I think that's a good place to call it. Yep, I think we did a lot tonight. I think the uh, if if we don't, I think the uh, the comments are just going to keep getting out of control. So I yeah. uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna call the I'm gonna call it there. Uh, is there anything that yep. you wanted to add before we close up shop? Um, no. Um, like I said, there's uh. A couple of big reviews coming out this week, so stay tuned. You know, we have a lot more reviews coming out, um, and um, I have um, on the show Thursday night Howard G. Howard Gomes from Howard G. Cigars. Oh, nice! Uh, so I'm pretty excited. He was. We had a ton of fun at that booth this year. So uh, he was. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Bears really high on the Howard G. Cigars. So I've heard he a lot was, of buzz about them. Yeah, the Cameroon's really good. I'm gonna probably smoke the Cameroon on Thursday night. Um, and then, um, what's the other thing we got coming up? Um, oh, we have a jukebox show Monday night too. So that will air. Um, and that's going to be on the letter D. (laughs) (laughs) Songs that begin with the letter D. Yeah. Yep. So when is the, when is is the Prince jukebox out? Or is that already out? It came out last week. Okay. I got to watch that still. Yeah. Uh, Matt Ty did a great job on that show, by the way. He really, uh, you know, being a Minnesota guy, but he really knew that album as well. So we wanted a Minnesota. We were trying to get Garrett, but Garrett, you know, Garrett was traveling. He had to go to Texas, I believe, that weekend, last weekend. He was down by Jay's way. So, yeah, we could get Garrett on. But, uh, but yeah, we did a, a breakdown of the Purple Rain album, which uh, is, you know, it's, a, it's I grew up. I mean, you weren't even born when that album came out. No, but I have it. <laughs> Yeah, I watched. I I took a girl to a movie. I have an original. That. I have an original copy yeah, of that album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took I took a girl, not my wife, even to see that movie. It was before I met my wife. <laughs> to uh, see Purple Rain. Yeah, Nicole still hasn't seen it. I saw. I saw oh, it's, um, it, it is. Uh, you have to see it. Uh, don't watch the sequel. The sequel was awful. My wife and I did go see the sequel. We so my wife and I. Here's a funny story. There's a sequel called Graffiti Bridge, right? Oh yeah, it was, and it was bad. But we were in we were we were on vacation in Los Angeles, and you know the famous Chinese theater. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they were doing the world premiere of it when we were there. So my wife she wasn't really into the. She said, "Well, let's go." It's like you want to see this movie. It's the world premiere, and we were just it was so bad. I I couldn't. I I wanted to walk out. It was that bad. It, they messed up everything. The album was decent, but it wasn't great. But uh. The movie was just they didn't they should have just did another sequel of the Purple Rain. I could have wrote the sequel and I know I could have did better than that. Yeah. Hmm. 
Interesting. I would have liked to write the sequel, but uh, yeah. That's an interesting take. Yeah, but we think we were. It's kind of a big deal because we were in we were in uh, Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nineteen October ninety, we were there. That came out. Yeah, that was three years before I was born. So if you want to feel old. <laughs> yeah, well, my daughter was born a year before you, so. Yeah, again, you're just making yourself feel feel more old. So, well, I, but I am old, so yeah. It's funny about that goatee. You know, the the lip is gray, but the chin is white. So you're at the totally white. People think I don't have it because of the light. Uh, yeah, uh, I've never had a goatee before ever. So this is like the first time. It's nice. Literally, I I, I did it because I was lazy to shave the whole thing in one day, and then, like I said, then I kept it, and then the Phillies did their thing, so I left it. Well. I think it's a good cause to leave it for. I think you should leave it all the time, but hey, who am I to yeah, judge? Yeah, that won't work. That won't work, but at least for now I could do it, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for Spare Notes this week. Um, you can always head over to SmokingTobacco.com for more news and updates from the cigar industry as well as Cigar-Coop.com. This Thursday we have Apostate Cigars joining us on the show, 7 p.m. Eastern, same time, same place as usual. And uh, that's going to do it. So, Coop, thanks for being here with me tonight, and we'll yeah. see you guys next time. Take care. Thank you for spending your time with us at Smokin' Tobacco. Please remember to like and subscribe for more episodes and content. And as always, visit SmokinTobacco.com for news and updates from the cigar industry.